Welcome to the Overload 2022 Game of the Year Deliberation Podcast. I'm your host for these proceedings, Jordan Midler, joined as always by Harry Mitchell. Hello. And Danielle Partis. Hello. It's been another incredible year for games, so we're going to mark it by talking over the best games of the year, which we liked, what we didn't, and what surprised and disappointed us. The way this is going to work, if you've been a fan since last year, you know that we have a list of 46 games that we've submitted to the group so we could all have a play have a feel and be up for the debate we're going to go around this table taking off games from that list until we are left with 10 games then we'll take a break which for us will be an hour or so but for you it'll only be a second or two we will return to number that list from 10 to 1 crowning our second game of the year it is worth mentioning that while this might get heated we're going to be taking it very seriously but not personally so when we start shouting at each other, that is shouting at the opinions and not the people. We shall shake hands before, shake hands after, and without further ado, let's begin Overload's Game of the Year podcast for 2022. We're fucking back, boys! We're back. I will begin by reading this list of contenders, so make a drink because we'll be here for a while. If there's, <laughs> if there's something missing, it's because none of us, uh, none of the three of us have played it. Remasters don't count, new ports of old games don't uh, don't count because then it would just be The Last of Us Part 1 and we could go up the road. Mid. <laughs> this list is Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Sifu, Oli Oli World, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Rainbow Six Extraction, Dying Light 2, WWE 2K22, Tunic, Ghostwire Tokyo, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Weird West, Sky Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Rogue Legacy 2, Switch Sports, Loot River, Citizen Sleeper, Mario Strikers, The Quarry, Neon White, As Dusk Falls, Stray, Two Point Campus, Call to the Lamb, Rumbleverse, Multiversus, Roller Dome, Cursed to Golf, Saints Row, Nobody Saved the World, Blood Hunt, Power Wars Simulator, Vampire Survivors, Norco, Metal Hellsinger, Gotham Knights, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, God of War Ragnarok, Mario Plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope, Modern Warfare 2, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Need for Speed Unbound, Case of the Golden Idol, Warzone 2, Sonic Frontiers, Marvel Snap, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, and the Game of the Year, Gran Turismo 7. <laughs> <laughs> Done. That's it, boys. That's Done the list. That's the list. It. That's the full 10. <laughs> Yeah, that was an order, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, can I clarify something? Did Rainbow Six Extraction really come out this year? Certainly did, brother. It it's my, been a long year. It was my I've first been seeing that year. as a joke for like, remember when that came out in January last year? Yes. Nah, son. It's, it was, it's, been a, it's been a long old year. Um, the fuck? However, we will go age before beauty once again. So Harold Mitchell, feel free. Your first pick. Oh boy. Okay. See, there's a lot. There's a lot of emotions that go through what you want from your first pick. We we can go for a reliable one that we kind of maybe all want off. Mm-hmm. It's just one that we all don't, didn't really play, and we can go for something a little more spicy. Um, I fucking get Tina's Tina Tiny Tina's Wonderlands off here, man. I <laughs> Come give on. A fuck. <laughs> um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, obviously the spinoff from the Borderlands franchise based on the DLC from Borderlands 2, where um, Tiny Tina is like a DM for a Dungeons & Dragons game. You saddles should be all over this, because you just play... Uh, like, D&D, fucking grow up, mate. Physical play some real games. Exactly. I mean, I agree. Um, 
yeah i was excited before this came out because i thought okay mm. they're, they're gonna uh, do something that isn't like a borderlands game and then you get in and you've got fucking smgs and shit you've got like fantasy smgs um so yeah it was it was disappointing i still played fucking tons of it because there's something about the borderlands formula that's just it's got, it's got the brain worms it's it shoots out loot and xp in such a way that just works with me but yes um i have absolutely no objections uh highlighting tiny tina's wonderlands and for the first time this year deleting well that was a weird all, one for me because i am a massive borderlands fan i was a massive borderlands fan and also a massive D fan so the intersection of both yeah. was like i was real excited for it and then like the the borderlands thing for me is just passed it passed years ago and i'm just not yeah. the person that fucking got well into borderlands and like borderlands you said with the two, whole... mate. borderlands 2 me and you danny yeah. we know that's borderlands 2 is where it's fucking yeah. at yeah exactly but like the whole mindless numbers pinging off like you said i've got destiny for that i was about to say you have your borderlands <laughs> now you have I'm... your muck so the yeah yeah let's let's see it gone sorry sorry borderlands yeah, you didn't right. even ask. Didn't ask if Danny wants it gone. It could have been Danny's game of the year, Jordan, and you just uh, got it off the list. Yeah, look, there's 46 games here at some point. We've, we've got to be right. They all deserve their chance in the spotlight. We have to pick our fights here, Harry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, it is me next. Um, I'm going to take off a huge disappointment, which was Switch Sports, um, Wii Sports. Oh. One of, in my opinion, one of the best games ever made. It is so fucking. It is game par excellence like it's so perfect um we sports resort also really good if you're into your fucking your bocce and all these other weird um love we sports um, these other sports switch sports should have been a no-brainer and it also should have been out in 2017 like they have motion <laughs> yeah. control they have this the stuff you would need to do um the only the football game in switch sports when you have the fucking leg strap and all this pish is quite good but um yeah considering the success of the switch and, and how big a switch sports could be like it's it's crazy that it's kind of gone with a fart put it out like five years into the console cycle as well is madness because yeah. that's like the thing that people wanted on the on the on the wii and it just it felt like an afterthought it was like oh hi like that sports thing we did was was mega popular let's put it out but like yeah. It was far too late. And I don't think it iterated enough on the formula to like make it cool for Switch again. It was just member Switch, like, Wii Sports. Yeah. Also, like from the short things instead of it, it like didn't seem to play very well. Like like a lot mm. of like the classics didn't weren't very like fun or seemed almost kind of buggy in certain aspects and like didn't mm. have the simplicity of Wii Sports, which you know, you can't really do that simplicity again. You have to try to bulk it up. But then again, Wii Sports is all bulked up and it was great yeah i think also a difference is when you're doing the motion control with the tiny joy cons it doesn't feel as good as with a bit of like the bigger wiimote or the wiimote plus which is this big fucking massive thing um mm. so yeah it was uh it was a real shame i imagine this came out like 2020 like just as the pandy was kicking off like i think this could have been massive <laughs> um but yeah switch sports will be my first highlight and delete danny all right, let's. Those were two shires. Let's get something a little bit spicy. <laughs> God, I <of> want Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> Off the list. Let's do uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Let's <laughs> let's get into it. Yes, fucking yes, Daddy. You, I swear to God, one of my fucking tweet indies was about to go, and I was like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" 
Well, this isn't this isn't but stripping it off the around. This is just bringing it in, bringing it about, onto I, the table. I was, I was about to say this was this would have to be a fucking Harvard Law peer <laughs> argument to, to get this off at this stage. Let's go just on. talk about it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying I'll anything. Talk about it. I'll talk Let's about it. Let's just go. Right. Go ahead. No, you, you just go ahead. So Lego Star Wars, I did not play all of it. I played like I played like two of the episodes, I think. I played like one of the of the New Hope, and then I went back to prequel ones to fill prequel ones. I played like a lot of both of those. Um and I ended up putting it down because a lot of things I like and first of all, I'm a big Lego Star Wars fan. As someone who's not a big Star Wars fan, a lot of the cultural osmosis that I got from Star Wars was through Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I think growing up I was like, Yeah, I know Star Wars. I love those movies. And I realized, no, no, no. Like that, I just like Lego Star Wars. <laughs> that and Family Guy. Like that's your entire <laughs> basis of record. Yeah. I I, je- I think it probably that's true. I think I ha- I have seen that that movie. So like so, but so yeah, I'm a big fan of those, and I didn't quite like the third person aspect they want. I really like in Lego Star Wars how is this top down thing that you could explore and jump around, and it was like, and I enjoyed that side of it. I think it is a lot more it going very linearly, just straight through the episodes, and less about like it being kind of more gameplay based. I guess it didn't really click well with me, but it was all perfectly fun. Like I liked all those things. Cause I was having fun. And it was like, it, there were funny gags going on. It was similar kind of wee Easter eggs that I enjoyed about the originals. But then I quickly realized it became just more about a huge, huge scope of a game of just exploring and finding all the things. And as someone that likes exploring, but gives no fucks about finding like, the 58 collectibles of this, the 45 mm-hmm. collectibles of this, the 50 bling-blongs from the, from the Jastar galaxy, if you go down yeah. this fucking wee bro- bridge and talk to this guy. I just find that really fucking... I get why it gets people brain pings, but I think, like, when I realized that was, like, the the the, the, the pull was big Star Wars fans enveloping themselves in this huge, like, detailed, quirky version of the world, I kind of bounced off it, and I, I think when I tried to enjoy the story side, it was a little bit too fixed. The... It, the kind of gag stuff wasn't really as funny as, as 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 I would have liked it to be, and as enjoyable as I liked it to be, and the gameplay just felt a little bit kind of on a rail, and that made me not enjoy it very much. Danny, I... you pl- you played a bit co-op, didn't you? You were saying oh, I yeah. played a bit co-op, and I played a little bit uh, later in the year on my own because. I found the co-op really frustrating because I think Lego is one of those games that you want a nice co-op experience with. It's a, it's a family game. It's a nice multiplayer game. And the like like split screen kind of limitation on like you're put into this massive world in a third person capacity that you're encouraged to explore, but then you can't fucking see anything yeah. <laughs> in these in this split screen environment which was incredibly frustrating. Um but I had the same kind of issue as Harry in that I wanted to explore the levels and I wanted to go through and like see everything that was going on and take my time wandering through and not just like speed run through the story aspects. But like 80% of everything that you encounter is like, come back later when you found this or you've unlocked this character and you've got to do a specific jump or like have a specific skill to like get onto a roof and open a box. And it's like, I'm not coming back for that. I can't be fucked with that. So I, I got through like, I played the prequels and I played a little bit of... uh episode five because obviously that's the best movie and Facts. Facts. i was just like like it's great and i love star wars and i love the lego games but it all just yeah fell a bit short for me and i think i fucked myself because i was really really excited for it and it was like a perfect kind of i think it's a christmas void game it's a fucking sit down with star wars yeah. and just absolutely mm-hmm. mince through this fucking brain off game 
But when it came out at the time, I was like, oh, God, I can't wait to play this. And then I couldn't play so much of it. And it's a very, like, play through it and then come back and play through it again kind of beat. And I was like, I just, I didn't have time for that. <laughs> so I, I do agree in the sense that I think it would have been smarter for them to basically make you play enough of the story to have enough characters to do the mm -hmm. open world chip before it even let you because it is kind of overwhelming to see there's like fucking 40 planets like every yeah. planet that has been represented in star wars is in that game which is crazy mm -hmm. like the amount of shit that is in that game is ridiculous um but yeah i thought it was I, th I really thought it was brilliant like the the decision to not duplicate any of the gameplay from the original games and mm -hmm. in, the, in the same way like they're covering parts of the film that were never covered in the in the first one and obviously some stuff has to be like you can't not have the darth maul fight at the end of fucking sure, the phantom yeah. menace and stuff um i do think that the the move to third person was the right thing to do but it does break the co-op in the traditional lego sense with like the split and stuff like that and um, but yeah. yeah i just thought the the th I thought the things that you were doing in terms of like I thought the shooting felt much better, the combat felt much better, the the exploration stuff in terms of like landing in Coruscant and landing in the these prequel planets and going and doing all the fucking side missions and stuff. That's something that really works for me in a Lego sense. Like I fucking I platinumed the Lego Harry Potter games and then platinumed them again when they came out as a collection. Like I'm all about that fucking like hoovering up pish kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um and i also like i disagree with you on the humor harry like i thought this was really fucking funny like the first the first when i, I previewed it and the first gag they showed was the bit of the start of a new hope when two different droids walk forward and they get hit with a bin and then r2d2 <laughs> and c3 c3po yeah. walk forward it's like that's, fu that's a fucking that's how you can tell this game was made in the uk because that's such a fucking british joke it's like <laughs> ah, fuck they get hit by a bin and then then they walk forward like um i, I this That's is fair. a game that i'm not sure I don't have high hopes of this making top 10, but I don't think it dies this early because I think it might be one that I come back to and think, you know what, actually, in a year that... Uh, in a, a game that I really fucking... A game that I fucking gave five stars because I enjoyed it that much, so I, I would argue it's not time to kill yet. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's one of those games where I, when I played it at the time, I was like, oh, this isn't hitting the way I want it to hit, but it's not one that I'd never go back to. It's definitely a, you boot it up and you give it another go just to see if... Yeah things it's feel like, different see it being on game pass that's that's fucking yeah. that's like uh imagine like when you were buying games and like you didn't have a lot of money and stuff like that and you got this game that just or if you're like a kid or something you got this game that has like 900 fucking kyber crystals to go after that are all associated mm. with quests and shit like that like it's it's a pure um i said it in the review but it feels like it is they know it's the last lego star wars game that ever going to get to make so they're like mm. fuck it every idea everything, we've ever had everything. has to go in this like yeah yeah. It is like on like Elden Ring levels of like very impressive scope. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it, it, like also like one thing we mentioned is that, that game looks really really good. Oh yeah, that, looks brilliant. That, that it looks it's just a marvel to sort of walk around. So yeah, fair enough. Uh, we can keep it around, but um, not quite yet. Might might not it. make it to the last dance. Um, Harry. Next up, uh, there's 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 so many shows we've got to get rid of. I, I want to go spicy, but I feel like we've got some some muck to 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 pull out. Um. Need for Speed Unbound. Fuck me, man. <laughs> need for Speed Unbound. We need for Speed Unbound. Fucking Need for Speed Unbound. I played that game and it was fucking 
No, it wasn't very the good. The driving's all right. Like, everything it's around it is fine. so cringy, it's but the driving's got, all it's right. Got, it's got the... It's got, I, what, I really loved this game. I was so into it, because it was like, what if you just did the fucking Spider-Verse thing, but it's a cool racing game? In a franchise I really like. Like, I like a lot of the new speed games. Like, I didn't like Heat. I think it just yeah. made it a bit kind of generic, but, like, I love fucking like, Underground, Most Wanted, like, all, all these sorts of games. And I, it was all right. The driving's fine, but... Fuck me, man. <laughs> Listen to those fucking cunts <laughs> talking yeah. that car. Made me want to throw my PS5 out the window. Now, listen, there's a lot of games this year with like some cringy dialogue that we still like the game. But I don't think I like mm. the game enough to warrant like how much this game, the, the Saints rarefication of this game. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's unbelievable, especially because you face the same characters over and over again, especially at the, in the first kind of chapter. And you're like, please shut up. I, like, <laughs> when I got a car that was quite, I don't know how far you get, but it, how, how far you got, but it resets you. Like, it takes that fast car off of you and you have to kind of oh. build yourself back up again. I think and I like about the game. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, people have pointed this out elsewhere, but it's cool that it's fucking hard to win every race. Like, there are mm. some races that you just come second and you still get a reward for it. You're like, okay, that's enough cash for tonight. <laughs> um, and I think that the a lot of the police chases are like quite tense like it got to the point when i had like five star wanted level my car was fucked and it's like if i get hit again i am dead and i've lost all my progress for tonight um but yeah man the fucking the but fact like, that, 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 that's how important tone is in yeah. games because if you if you fuck up the tone then all those moments where you're like where you're where you're trying to bash into police and get away which i think i like about need for speed is the is the cop stuff actually i think it's the, like the thing i like the most about it yeah are um, ruined by like these this chirpy conversation about like uh, between these two people where it's like god damn i but i do agree i like that like it, it's not like here's 800 cars that you're cycling between it's like here's one car and you need to make five grand at this race to try and get to the next one or to try yeah. and like upgrade your one car your kind of baby which like feels cool it feels like you're a real street racer at yeah that, aspect. that that is that is very it's comp- compared to fucking forza horizon where you after a few races you have access to basically every car apart from mm. ones that cost 100 million like what i do in every forza horizon game i play enough of it to where i can get a lamborghini i get a, a purple lamborghini like bam Margera, and then i never change my car for the rest of the game like that's literally it but this kind of forcing you to be like yeah it's a bit of a fucking banger but i can upgrade it a wee bit and that gets me more cash for the next race like there are the bones to this will make a really good need for a speed game this is just not it, i'm glad it's back it's better it's way better than heat but yeah it's, um, it has it has something going for it it's trying something yeah I, um, the driving didn't impress me enough to warrant like how much i was kind of often taken out of it and uh go yeah, on danny go- save it save it save it get it on the top 10 danny come on <laughs> i can't do Win. it i didn't even i didn't touch it it's it's gone yeah. racing away into the fucking sunset it's gone off the tracks it's fucking <sighs> I tweet, it's princess I tweet, diana I that's gone. It, but i don't know if you guys saw but fuck me there's a moment where they were like talking about something and she was like yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I I learned about that, you know, growing up in the Forster system, and I was like, "Fucking what? <laughs> what do you mean? Where did that come from? Does does she have to be in the Forster system? Like, like whatever, whatever." That's where all the races are made. That's where they're born. Yeah. Okay, it's been deleted. It's JJM's turn. Let's go for Sifu 
Get the yeah. game off the list. <laughs> Get a fucking karate chopped off the list. This should have been so, the amount. It should have been. There, there are multiple podcasts where we're like, that game's gonna be fucking nuts. Yeah. Me, and, me, Jordan, and Danny are all like, let's fucking go. Look at this trailer, man. You get you get older and more powerful, and then you fucking you get to reset. It sounds. We saw the trailer. Everyone's fucking bouncing off services. This is this is 2022's Battlefield 2042. This is the game <laughs> oh, no. that it could not it fail. The trailers were perfect. It could not fail. And then you play it and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is shite. Like, co- the concept is still brilliant. I think it mm-hmm. looks really cool. The, the levels you're going through and all the kind of like, you go into a room and there'll be like shit to pick up, all that stuff. It, it's crying out for better fucking combat. Like, mm. I, I was so disappointed by it. Like, I think I got to like the third, le- second or third level or something like that. Then I just stopped. It's like, this should have been immaculate. It's such a good concept. But the 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 cheap deaths and shit like that, it doesn't feel like you just, like a perfect roguelike should make you feel like you just died and you're like, fuck this. I'm fucking going again mm-hmm. right now because I've got mm-hmm. the momentum. You never have any momentum in that game. Yeah, I, th- I think there's like, uh, there's actually certain things you never really say about these sort of games often the criticism is like listen it works fine this part works fine it's just how it's kind of designed and like i genuinely believe like the way the combat is about how you block and how you defend and how you roll is genuinely just not very clean like it feels a little just that little bit janky where you're not really sure you're not comfortable with it you don't feel like you're in the mode which for a a game about like kung fu we meant to feel very in the flow and feel like you're you're kind of like moving your targets against you it just never really clicks like that. And mm. maybe there's like a certain click moment that I missed, but I didn't feel it very much. Yeah, I think after each time you want to you wanna come back and you want to feel like you're at ease with the combat and you're running into these situations repeatedly and you know what to do. But I found that like each time I came back and I'm like, right, I know what to do here. I know what the enemies are chucking at me. And I do exactly the same kind of routine button press and shit just landed differently each time. And I was like, <laughs> is this me or is this like a game issue and it it just didn't feel kind of right and like you said i wasn't motivated to go back in after learning new things it was like i hit a, a wall where i was like i don't really want to progress because if it gets harder than this which is what it intends to do then it's just going to get frustrating and yeah like it's i love the style of it and i loved what it was doing but it just didn't feel nice to play and i think overload's the most disappointing game of the year like also, has to- also it has to be said like all of like how it represents the kind of the the kind of culture and kung fu thing is like very clumsily done it doesn't yeah. feel like nice it just feels very cartoony uh in, yeah in so it's, it's like super inauthentic like it's um <clears throat> yeah sifu i'm on the seafood diet i see food and i delete it fucking hell danny right we let's talk about wwe why is this on here What's going on? What's going on, Jordan? Bro- it's, fuck- it's fucking brilliant, mate. We talked about the finally made a good wrestling game after 40 years. <laughs> um, this is here because it was like, and I talked to Chris uh, Scullion who reviewed this. This game earned a lot of its stars because the last one was so diabolically bad. Mm. This is like a competent wrestling game that has a good roster. Like the combat feels good. It looks all right. Like it's like the best wrestling game recently and one that i still played until this was like wwe 2k 18 or something because it just had a great roster a really good creation suite which is key to those games because you want like 
the pure psychos that are amazing at that shit to go in and create the entire aw roster all the arenas and stuff and that is being still a fundamental part of these games even after the 2k acquisition is a big thing because you could have seen a world where 2k were like we are not gonna let people just add infinite custom content to this game because what does happen will happen where you'll load up the recently uploaded creator images and it would just be fucking tits and fanny and all this porn but it's like that stuff gets deleted after a few minutes or whatever but on the other when you go to most downloaded there's a kenny omega that looks like it was made by 2k it's so good like the creators <laughs> in that community are amazing um yeah it's a it's a really solid wrestling game the fucking the they had they've finally put an ultimate team into it and it's so shite that even i don't <laughs> want to play it like it's it's a shame because they're they're doing stuff like so classic Shawn michaels wasn't in the game when it's when it came out like there was a certain skin that you could only get through the the ultimate team or whatever they call it my faction or whatever but the community got so pissed at that that people on pc which shares a community creation with the consoles are just every time they add a skin to that that isn't in the normal mode they rip it out and put it on community creations so even the incentive to play my faction is kind of gone so yeah this can go um i'm really curious to see that aew game next year because it's mm. yeah it's cm punk aew <laughs> cm punk's aew um so yeah um all right i believe you and i 2k18 was a great game that was the last one i played as well and i just kind of fell off so when i saw this i was like oh is that good or is it just in here because of you but i've no. it, good fight over when you've if you've got fuck all to do get it off dome and just fanny about with it because it's it's fun you, you'll get a night's fun out it then delete it and never think about it again but um sorry i just I, spotted, spotted a game i completely forgot existed <laughs> <laughs> fucking shocked my bones <laughs> Right, Harold. Right. The curse is over it. Dying Light 2, baby. I forgot about it. I forgot about it. What a fucking game, man. Oh, man. Dying Light 2. Let's get into that game. Dying yeah. Light 1. Never played it. Looked like kind of cool. Like I like parkour. I like this other stuff. But like the clicky zombies or whatever. I played Dying Light 2. There's some things I like about Dying Light 2. I think the setting of it is very cool. It's like kind of like an, it's not quite a big city. It's like an overground or it's like an overgrown kind of town, basically. Yeah. Um, it, There's like a few different areas you go to. Like it's not a like later in the game you'll open you'll go to like a slightly bigger part of that open world. So yeah, yeah it's um yeah. yeah it's, that, that's what we open with with, and but you're immediately met with one of the worst fucking written games that we that <laughs> happens this year. It is tragic, the fucking yeah. writing of this game. Uh, and I uh, like there's that that I have an issue with, which will I think I want to get into as a whole thing. And secondly, I think the combat isn't great. You're just sort of getting different sticks to hit the zombies with, and that's sort of it. Like yeah, you have like one one of them might give them zappies, and that's yeah. about it. Um and the, thing, the fucking parkour in Dying Light 2, sick. I fucking cool. I think the park the parkour is brilliant. It's like the best parkour controls since Mirror's Edge. But um and the city, like it should be, all the rooftops are like, oh, there's a wee parkour line that can go here, here, and here. Anytime there's fucking zombies about, you're like, fuck off, man. Like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, this is so mm-hmm. it's, and yes, the um the story's rank rotten. The 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 they fucking wasted what's her face? Uh fucking ahsoka what what's the the actress that plays ahsoka's name starts with an r she's in clerics too as well riley reed (laughs) Riley Reed. 
Uh, Ahsoka actress is Rose. It's Rosario Dawson. The way Rose Rosario Tyler. Dawson. Rose Tyler. Wait, um, Rosario Dawson's in this fucking movie? I mean, game. <laughs> <laughs> Rosario Dawson's in this podcast? I hope it's not a movie. Fucking hell. Fucking I know. If it, out. If, it, if it was a movie, I would have stuck um, two pencils up my nose and headbutted the desk. Like, the. Um, it's, it's a. It's a very disappointing game because I really liked Dying Light 1. I thought Dying Light 1 was such a surprise. Um, it took all the stuff that the original Dead Island should have been and made made the zombies... F- like, when you went out at night in Dying Light 1, genuinely scary. Dying Light 2, there's, there's no fear whatsoever. The one, um, the one thing I do like about Dying Light 2 about the zombies thing is I quite like the the big fucking raids when you have to like run, run and sprint against like 8,000 zombies. Like, it doesn't really mean anything. There's not a lot because it's quite easy to get away from them. But in the moment when, like, there's, like, fucking genuine, like, 70 zombies that are chasing you, and then they start crawling out of the vents in, in, in the building that you're that you're on and start jumping out of doors and stuff, like, it's like a, it's like a fun theme park ride that you're trying to go across, things like that. So that, that yeah. stuff is, is very there's, nice. There, but. And also, like, the, I need to harp on about the combat because it's so bad. Like, <laughs> they teach you all this stuff about how you're meant to, like, hit one jump. zombie, fucking jump off him, land on the other one, but it yeah. never works pro- properly. You either land behind them or just land to their side and you're like, hello, and just fucking smash mm. them. Like, there's no elegance to it. There's no flow. In a game that is all about flow when you're parkouring, the fucking the uh, combat side of its rank. Um, yeah, and, you know, like, walking around talking to all the characters just gets kind of painful, uh, and it was a bad experience. Yeah. Danny, did you have any interest in this at all? Absolutely not. Didn't play the first one. Saw this and saw like cringe writing and zombies and overpopulated UI and was like, yeah, that's, that's not for me. Me and Jordan okay. did a lot of shiters this year. Mate, it's my job. I play everything <laughs> and, and, and I need to know. The people have to know. I'm, I've said this a million times, but in one of Mark Kermode's book, he was like, it's very easy to be a critic if you just watch all the good shit. A mm-hmm. good critic has to watch everything so mm-hmm. they know. And I took that to heart. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Dying Light 2. Highlight. Delete. It's back to me. Um. Oh, while, while I'm on my fucking sports, Ben, NBA 2K23. Um. <laughs> As I said in my review on VGC, and this will be brief, if this didn't have all the... I'm doing a fucking Obama with my fucking hands at this point for the audio listeners. Wait, if this Italian, didn't so. have the the microtransactions pish, this would be the best basketball game ever made because the gameplay is immaculate. The amount of modes they have is insane. They have a mode where you can fucking go and play seasons from like the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s with mm. every single player that was active at that time. Hmm. They've like perfectly cool. recreated all of those rosters, which is something that if they had it on FIFA, I would be out of a job because I would just play FIFA for my entire life if I could fucking play it as like Ronaldinho's Barcelona. So all that shit, amazing. Um, but in my career continues to be a crime against humanity like i want to play basketball i don't want to be a fucking rapper or a fashion <laughs> a fucking fashion model or whatever like it's it's terrible i've spoken to people that work on these games that are equally as frustrated because they're like we like we see amazing reviews waiting to happen but all this shit that 2k insists on having is um it's dreadful it's yeah one of the best worst games of the year Gameplay's a 10 fucking microtransactions and a minus 50. So highlight, delete, bye-bye. Kind of excited for what Danny has to choose next. I've got a feeling. 
I got a right. feeling. We need to have this conversation at some point, and it's going to be oh, a biggie. God. So I'm going to split it up into two kind of chunks. Um, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm sweating. I'm terrified about what Danny's about to, what's going to come out of Daniel Potter's mouth right now. There can only realistically be one of these on the top ten. Oh, so honey, mate, you're fucked. <laughs> no, I think I know. I think I know what you're talking about. So let's Maybe. talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Not a fucking chance. There is, there is, <laughs> is, is like there, there is no way that comes off now. That is like the. Not only is it the second best Pokemon game ever made, like it is easily one of the best games of the year. I'm, I'm, I'm so Sorry, what's, confident. What's the best Pokemon game made? I uh, Arceus. Heart Gold and Soul Silver are the best. The remakes of Gold and okay. Silver on the DS are the best. Um, Arceus is the fucking. Arceus is the dream. It's the fucking twenty years ago. Oh, imagine they put a Pokemon game on like a on the when you were a fucking stupid cunt and didn't know what anything meant. You're like, what if they put one in the PS2 and you can play it properly? Like, and just because it still looks like a PS2 game shouldn't mean that it, <laughs> it gets taken off. That's a hallowed list, right? Um, well, how about how about we just divert it to Scarlet and Violet if that's the weaker one? If you think that's the the weaker link of the two, I is yes. Arceus is way better than Scarlet and Violet, but. Danny's got a fucking. Danny's oh, had an Danny. emotional imprint on Scarlet and Violet, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also think there's way more shite that goes oh, before Scarlet and Violet goes. Like Scarlet and Violet might be a flawed game, but it's fucking good, man. Like it's so addictive. Like it's. Just I think you fun. can. I think you can also convince me of Arceus more than you can convince of Scarlet and Violet, because Scarlet and Violet does, to my knowledge, the Pokemon thing. Oh, I've got I've got billions of money and Scarlet and Violet uh, lobbying to come. There, there is there is lobbyists at the gate, but yeah, I think um we will have a really long discussion about Arceus at some point. But I'll lay out the the kind of the Pokemon Legends arguments for it. But um, so Dan, are you team Scarlet and Violet? Yeah, absolutely. I bounced completely off Arceus um, mm. unexpectedly because I was really excited for it and I loved the concepts that it was pitched. The whole sort of first ever pokemon thing building the pokedex thing but i just found it so kind of convoluted in what you were doing at all times like there was this main quest and it was kind of cool but then it was like there was just so much going on elsewhere at once and so much to do finally a pokemon (laughs) game finally a pokemon game that gives you a lot of things to do that was like but that was like a bad thing for me because there was stuff that you couldn't do stuff that you'd have to come back to and the way that quests were managed and the logs and the ui was fucking confusing and there was one quest that really stuck out to me was that like getting a buizel that was over like two foot four or something but you had to battle and catch every single one and then check its stats afterwards to see how fucking tall it is and i had to do that like 50 fucking times factually inaccurate pokemon legends arceus is the first game that actually reflected the size of pokemon in the models in the wild so if you saw a big fat buizel bitch you could go and get that pokemon and know it was the correct one for the quest but it wasn't though it wasn't because there were so many and like there was like an inch in it and it's like you can't physically see an inch on your switch screen of how uh, big a can, one mate. fucking pokemon is and it was like i was catching George so- got the fucking magnifying glasses out <laughs> fucking zooming in i was so fucking danny danny we can work together here we can form a, a fucking Pokemon. We can be Jesse I'm and James. them against each other. Yes. We can be Team Rocket. We can get these games up the list. Just look. There's no way either of them is coming off. I think fucking... it's fair. That we just say they both come off because we can't agree. So <laughs> I just I hear what you're saying about Arceus, and like I 
can see why you liked it. I just fully bounced off it. And Scarlet and Violet is a whole different conversation because I think it's more similar to the Pokemon formula, but I think it does a way better job of just plonking you in a world and being like, go be a Pokemon master, do what you want. And you can just go anywhere and do whatever you want. And I think that was a way better thing than being like, oh, you need to go and catch this specific type of fucking random Pokemon in like a mountain somewhere, then come back. And it's like... Yeah, because you're a fucking poke. You're creating the first Pokedex. Like that is that is the fact. As someone that fucking thinks the battle in Pokemon has always been the most boring part, Arceus just being like, go and find these exciting Pokemon is what fucking makes it for me. So, But like, you need to have that. You need like a strong narrative to, to be creating while you're... There is, a, there, is, there is a strong narrative. You're fucking creating the first it's Pokedex not... in, in this land. In, in this... In this in this land that is like all about the creation of the Sinnoh region from Diamond and Pearl. So the entire thing is like the the honestly, this is like a this is such a second half conversation. That it's not worth it now because it's not you, fucking right, coming okay, off right now. There okay. is no chance. We'll leave it. But you simply they both cannot... look ugly though, don't they? Which one looks <laughs> uglier? Uh, Scarlet and Violet looks fucking. Scarlet and Violet looks mate. way worse. Looks yeah. fucking rank that game. I'll Fuck take that. Me. Sonic, take Sonic that. Frontiers does laps around that fucking <laughs> ugly ass game. <laughs> um okay <sighs> harry oh i mean i did see it uh no 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 let's no, not go there yet i want to try and get something maybe that was a little bit too spicy maybe we need to calm down a bit um oh yeah I, go, going after my third favorite game of the year not spicy at all <laughs> no i'm saying that, that was too spicy i want to try right, and okay, calm yeah, it yeah, i want to yeah. calm it uh, I just I, I like Danny talking about the game she loves, but I feel like she, you you don't want to try and fight for the top ten for this. But I'll see two point campus written as two point canvas on this list. <laughs> <laughs> canvas. You know what? Right, I loved two point, and I loved the the remake, the two point hospital remake. Um, and campus does some really cool things in that. I think it iterates on uh the hospital one in a really cool way in that it's the same kind of mechanics you're building a a fucking operational campus instead of a hospital and that's very much the same and the building's still the same and it's very familiar but instead of the formula where you're having loads and loads of patients come in and out and the idea is like efficiency and curing as many people as quickly as possible and getting them in and out and minimizing deaths and all of that this is like you get maybe 12 people and you keep them for a period of time and it's your position as the manager of university to um check in on them as individuals and like see who they're forming friendships with what they're struggling with and you can get out their particular surroundings to what they need what they like to do and it's all about like maximizing the efficiency in a more granular way for less people and that was very cool because it took the what you were doing in like a management sim and just made it like more about individual things rather than how much you could do at any one time and i think that was really cool and i had some real fun playing that but it was a very like i don't want to say it's a mid game because that's unfair Mm. but it was just a very like slightly above average game that's nice (laughs) to play and there's nothing critically wrong with it but it's not top 10 material for yeah, me it just doesn't year. hit like a tier it doesn't do anything like as interesting enough to warrant like the the top things yeah enough. it's just good nice like i like i love sim games i love <clears throat> management games and it was just good brain off churn through this for like a few evenings in a week kind of thing and it was a shame because the humor was nice and everything about it was nice but it wasn't like a big thing you know that like, last year when um 
what was it fucking called? That like super villain management game came out. Was it called Evil Genius? Evil Genius, yeah. Evil Genius um, Two. Evil Genius Two. Like I had real like a real nice time playing that, but it again wasn't like top ten hitter for me. It was just brain worms management. And it's a shame to cut it off, but it's not gonna get up here, especially if you two haven't played it. Yeah, unfortunately, the ones especially where two of us haven't played it, they'll be we'll we'll give it the nod, we'll give it the respect, but it, it won't make the group list, unfortunately. Yeah, I respect it, but it's gotta see, it's gotta go. See, that's that's the thing. There's there are assassinations in this game that are like respectful, and there are others that are like <laughs> get us off the fucking list, and those those, those need to be recognised as such. Who's deleted? Hmm? I, I, I sh- there's literally three people, and there's a simple order that we've been going on for. It's a good size chunk now, and I'm going to forget what it is. You know, go ahead. Yeah, because you you went, then it's me. Okay. Um, well, since you two have been having a fucking, I'm scared. Having <laughs> yeah. a Jordan, giggle. Jordan, I love you, mate. Jordan, we're friends. You two have been having, nice a wee, having a wee giggle. I know. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> what, what's what's Norco? <laughs> oh fuck me now this is actually quite a simple fight because i just haven't played enough of that game to really fight for it i will say how cool how much i like that game and then we'll just uh chop it off because that's one that i've played you two haven't played uh norco is like a very cool very surreal sort of text adventure sci-fi future thing that's set in like had your... no chance then <laughs> text adventure it, it basically is it's like it's a, it's a toy it's not a text adventure it's like a point and click game all right okay, okay. it's not just fucking like no 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 sorry that's that <laughs> much the words like you're moving around these environments you're picking up stuff you're like t- chatting to folks stuff like that and it's in like this future like dystopian new orleans mm. that like has this very very cool pixel art style that has like this very surreal look to it it's written in a cruel way like it's it's a very fleshed out very thought out world one of those ones where like you feel like you're dropped in this like tiny part and it's like this fucking big and you're seeing like this small very well thought out part of it uh where you're i think i don't even fucking remember what the, the real main plot line of it is like your your mother's gone missing and you're basically tracking like her footsteps as she found as you're going through these weird software you're going through the streets you're talking to these folks there are these like really cool sections where you can like it changes the way the gameplay plays and you know it always kind of surprises you in different ways and it really takes that kind of old-fashioned point-and-click story genre and does something very fresh with it that's just like a very unique kind of story and look that i've just never played before in games like i've just never played a game like norco and it's not a lot of game time where you get to have that experience where it just feels very unique and cool but not played enough of it to really warrant a full account the other two haven't played it i'm fine to remove it from this list yeah i i had a look at it while we were prepping earlier and it looks great like the art looks great and i love a good fucking point and click and I, I would be ready to fight for it, I think, if I'd had played it, but I haven't, so it's gotta go. One that down. Was like, good Christmas voider. <laughs> Love that. What have we got that needs Colin, but doesn't really need Colin? Right, let's about talk the... about this. Mm-hmm. A game I enjoyed playing, but is not gonna touch the top ten, in my humble opinion, The Quarry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um The Quarry's cool. Like, um I watched a lot of it being played and I thought that the the fucking whatever facial tech they have it's just fuck it's absolutely ridiculous like the the cast is really good it's got your man from um 
he's in fucking book smart and he's in a load of stuff i can never yeah, remember I, this I love name. i love that guy though fucking he's so funny what's um, flare planes yeah he's got brenda song from high school uh from no not from high school musical from the sweet life of zach and cody um a legend so yeah i am um, I, I enjoyed justice smith from detective pikachu anyway i enjoyed walking around the camp and i enjoyed all that kind of stuff and i thought the story was pretty cool for the most part but see at the end when it revealed like when it shows you like this person this happened to this person and this happened to this mm-hmm. person this, there was an entire fucking thing that happened that it's like you didn't discover the mystery of blue mm-hmm. and it's like fuck I've, we've like we have overplayed this like we took too long playing this like i was getting fucking fed up with how long it was taking to go through this game and there was all this other stuff that we just didn't see um yeah it it does it, it, it's a game that tries that warrants you to play it like five times yeah but it just doesn't it's just not the actual gameplay isn't fun enough to play five mm. times the fucking all the shit around it like when you finish the game the credits are like a true crime podcast talking mm-hmm. about the game that's really cool that was cool um but yeah what do you think danny I really liked it. Um, it was a good couple of evenings, like fucking curl up on the sofa with yeah. my partner, like red fucking LEDs in the room filling up. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the um, quarry. And we, you know, we made all of the the decisions together, and we argued over a couple of them. But I think we, the only person we killed, we killed like one person and <clears throat> one fucking. I can't remember which one. Um, so we did all right. But then I saw there was like so many outcomes and like different things that you could do each time. And it was like, come back and play it again for a different experience. And it was like, mm, don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> Interesting that that's, that's what annoyed both of you. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah cause it's like, it, like, I missed off? Fuck well, you, mate. <laughs> a lot of the combat is just, you're like wandering about and the the jump scares are like a first time thing like if you replay it you know that they're coming and then it's like a random quick time event and you've got to stop someone from getting like killed or shanked or something and it's i think once you know that that's coming it's gonna be a a different kind of experience so i wasn't compelled to go back and like see ooh, who else can i save or who else can i kill and stuff like that it was just like that was a nice experience it looks really nice it was uh, you know a good visual time and i will delete it off my ps5 and never play yeah. it again it's more of a criticism of the genre really and this is mm-hmm. probably the best one of these that i've played since like until dawn yeah but this, the... this studio kind of is the genre yeah um, <laughs> yeah they've yeah. really owned it yeah so i think it's a solid game it just doesn't it just doesn't rank it's, it's not gonna make top 10 it's, it's not worth keeping so we have quarreled with the quarry and it is gone harold all right um rumbleverse I was actually just looking at that. Yeah. Um, this is this will be a quick one. Rumble versus cool. It's a battle royale from Iron Galaxy, where the entire gimmick is you're all wrestlers. The things you're picking up on the ground are wrestling moves, like mm-hmm. and, and like steel chairs and shit like that. Um, and I think it's it plays brilliantly. It's a really cool gimmick. I just didn't play enough of it to kind of fight for it. There was other battle royales taking my time. Um, but you can if you get your special and it happens to be like a power bomb and you're at the top of a building you can lift them up jump off the building and just spin all the way to the ground and your damage stacks so there's way like people have 200 health and you've seen kills that have done twenty four thousand damage like it, it's all about that kind of shit um so yeah i think Styling. i think it's a really really solid game and um, i just um and i hope it finds its audience because it is one that i still have on the ps5 that i will play a game or two of every two weeks and go oh yeah that's, that's quite funny good references clearly made by folk that love wrestling so yeah rumbleverse can go easy okay um 
I'm trying to decide whether I want a fucking rant or not. Uh, this will be brief. Whoever the more f- accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gran Turismo 7 is a brilliant uh, driving game masquerading as this poncy fucking cafe simulator. I love a cafe, mate. It, it's, it's for people that fucking turn their nose up at top gear like it is it's for folk that want to shag cars it's like the the driving in gran turismo 7 brilliant it looks ridiculous of course it does it's a gran turismo game on a ps5 however the entire like oh let me go back to this cafe and here's a menu what's on the menu it's cars would you like to pick one of these cars to go and drive for a while it's like yeah mate i've, I've been wanting to go and drive cars for about 10 minutes but you won't shut the fuck up because you're like the 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 hatchback sedan was actually invented by johnny hatchback in 1912 and let me tell you all about johnny hatchback john uh, h hatchback yeah it's so fucking pretend it is the most pretentious game of the year like it is it's brutal it's clearly made weird. by where the gran turismo 7 took that <laughs> yeah it's cl- like the people that make gran turismo are like psychotic about cars and in some ways i respect it it's like this is a fucking this is almost like a car simulator type game like an i racing or something rather than a racing game like forza or whatever but yeah it was um as noted in my review that got me death threats i just mm-hmm. thought it was wasn't up to much outside of the the racing itself um I don't know if they've said they're going to do this, but I bet when PSVR 2 comes out and that gets integration with that, that'll look brilliant too. Um, yeah, there needs to be a mode where you start up Gran Turismo 7 and it's like cars mode. Like you just, <laughs> just do the driving cars. bit. Yeah, instead of that fucking history lesson, like getting bored to tears by some fucking Tory wank. Um, <laughs> sorry, Gran Turismo 7. RIP. I famously hate PlayStation games though, so that's, that, that's, that's getting killed. <laughs> Talking of getting bored to choose by Tory Wanks, who's next? It's just not very Big nice, Daniel. is it? Big Daniel. Oh, oh it, could be, it could be about either of us, to be honest. Yeah. Let's talk about Weird West. Oh, yeah, that was one of my that's one of my, my, my picks I was going to go up. Great, I can hear the sound of my own voice. I know that Jordan played a, a fair chunk of this as well. Uh, Weird West is, was one of my, my more anticipated ones this year. It's by the founders of of arcane uh who've moved to make their own kind of studio and wants to make like uh, to pull the immersive sim genre just from arcane owning it and trying a different thing with it it is like a wild west top-down shooter version of something like dishonored where you are and there's things i'll get to in a minute but the good things about the game are the immersive sim stuff is really cool the fact having like the Wild West linked with these weird supernatural things that is kind of like in Dishonored where it's like there's kind of witches and undead things and some magician things. But for the most part, like there's bounty hunters and fucking horses and you're in saloons. Like it's all very much like a Wild West simulating thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the immersive sim thing is really fun. Like it's very much as you pretty much arrive as you travel through these map in these different kind of encounters so every kind of like area has pretty much pretty much a square area and it's just littered with things so some of it's you go in you go into like these these mines and caves a lot of which you're you see an encounter that has like some farmland a building a horse this and that and there's enemies that you're going around and you can really approach that from a hundred different angles in the same way that people jazz about uh death loop and disordered and things like that like you can go in guns blazing and blow things up you can go super stealthily or you can use these kind of magic powers that you unlock as like that you've unlocked from this mysterious facility as you are by the way story-wise like 
your husband got killed and you're like a fucking badass lady that just goes around trying to figure out where oh no he doesn't get killed it's, t- it's taken or something like that yeah um and you're trying to hunt down what's happening to that other cool parts are like there's a lot of cool downtime stuff you can do you basically go up to the the, the town and there's just like find most wanted you find this item you go to this part of the map you might get encounters along the way where they interrupt you and go ah like you've been you, there's a bunch of witches you gotta fight them <laughs> uh or but for the most part like and, and those levels are all really cool my problem with it and why I didn't go completely all in on it is like the top-down shooting thing just never really felt that great. Yeah. Like, it, like having this this line. I think they did the absolute best they could UI wise and technical wise with the thing, but like it always felt a little bit awkward trying to do that to do the stealthy thing and to do the kind of shooting thing because shooting is usually better for first-person shooter. And while Jordan doesn't like the stealthy parts of of first person shooters inside i think it suits it suits it better um so it's cool for like being able to crouch around and get a view of your surroundings but when it comes to shooting which a lot of the game is you know getting into gunfights that didn't feel great and like the the, the world was cool but it wasn't really cool enough like uh, to really invite myself to get involved with i got a lot out of it when i was like really digging in and kind of i like broke into someone's building when they were asleep because it was nighttime and i could like rob their cash register and take stuff and be able to get out of them and if i got caught like the town would fucking revolt against me and i'd be marked as a certain thing you know if you grow up in a certain thing you get zombies that fight you and if you fuck up then the zombies can infect other people and then suddenly you've got an entire sort of people a lot of like ripple effects that go on that's really cool but it's gameplay wise it was kind of unsatisfying super cool but i don't think it's worth a 10 jordan what do you think no, you you've pretty much put it the way I feel. Like it's um it's a game that I'd love to see like an extensive video essay on about like what could happen and all the different permutations of the the quest because it is kind of it's arcane sensibilities with old school Fallout style gameplay and Fallout style like emergent quests. But yeah, um, I thought <clears throat> it is really cool. It's a really cool game, but for me, the shooting completely fell down. Like it, it's speaking of fallout like it could have it could have done with like a vats equivalent or something like that to just kind of like eliminate the the actual shooting kind of portion of that um i liked that you could go into a random house and there'd be something that'd be a fucking doily sitting on the thing and it would it would start some big mad quest which is very fallout it's very yeah. like um it reminded me of you know h bomber guys uh fallout new vegas video where he's like you could have came here via nine different quests mm-hmm. and all these ways that the game doesn't tell you trigger this quest like it had that about it um <laughs> honestly like the the same setting the same story the same missions see if this was like a third person game like a third person shooter I'd yeah, be, yeah. I, I think this would be fucking brilliant because like, the um, thing is like it's doing the immersive thing thing but in like an open world capacity like yeah. which is yeah. the same way that like Elden ring is great because it's using the souls like thing in open world capacity so that's cool about it but i think mechanically yeah. it just didn't quite click yeah i can't West. i can't argue with that the combat <sighs> i think yeah i mean you made the points about the combat but it was the narrative was really cool and the quests were really cool and how everything unraveled but the combat was too unforgiving for those kinds of stakes like you said with the whole like if you fuck up a robbery the whole town's gonna revolt against you thing and it's like if you are dealing with like janky awkward combat and you fuck up a whole kind of narrative tree because the way that you play it is fighting against you that makes for a really miserable experience to me anyway i'm sorry danny i had no idea you played this game i did i i I, I didn't spot that on the sheet uh i did sexist pig i love a top-down western fucking 
shoot them up. You know, I love my wrists. Yeehaw. Uh, Yeehaw. Weird West. Highlighted. Deleted. Okay. Harold. Harold Mitchell, that's me. Um, Let's uh, go for As Dusk Falls. What's it oh, doing here? fucking good. What a shit game. Why is this um, here? As Dusk Falls <laughs> is like a... Uh, like one of these it's like fucking the quarry it's one of these narrative choicey games mm. um but the whole thing is like there's like a kind of dual timeline story that you're like oh you're playing as this family then and then you're playing as that one of the people from this family in the future and the past or whatever the performances are, are good like the voice acting is cool and the dual timeline story it does work well in terms of like reviews and shit like that um the controls are terrible the art style and it's all like it's all fucking just like uh still images that are used to convey movement kind of there is occasional animation but it's mostly just still images like screenshots of this game look fantastic but they hang on the uh, art too long so it'll be like the action will be guy lifts up a gun and your character will still be like the guy will still be like and then five <laughs> seconds later, the gun will appear in the next bit of art. So there's no pace to it. There's no fucking, mm. there's no big reveals. There's no tension. And when the when those games often have moments where you're like, do this before the time expires, not having that tension is like a bit of a nightmare. Mm. Um. So yeah, and I thought some of the dialogue was kind of pish as well. So I'm, I'm fucking, I'm more than happy to get rid of this. We're going through these. This is easy, mate. Easy podcast of our lives. By the way, I think this might have been on here when we were when we were trying to play more stuff and didn't actually get rent it did anyone here play curse to golf no no okay that can go <laughs> sorry curse to golf we wanted curse to, to play but we ran out of time um i won't count i won't count that as mine um did anyone play nobody saves the world yeah that was mine yeah that was okay. that's, a, that's a really fucking cool game okay uh, nobody saves the world justify it son all right, nobody sees the world. Fuck it. Uh, nobody played that game. That's what nobody <laughs> did. That game's really good. It's from the developers of of of, of Guacamelee. Yep. And you basically wake up in with like maybe even these. I don't know. But essentially, the concept is that you can ch- transform into different shapes. You're a shapeshifter, and you initially get the chance to like okay, in in this basic ass form, you can't really do a whole lot. And then you can turn into a rat, which means like you get this little bite attack. Yappa, yappa, can... yappa. Yappa, yappa, yappa. <laughs> shut it, please. <laughs> and it goes, okay, that's cool. But like, it, it, you basically get like horse, big fucking strong con, robot. Like, and it comes a, a branching thing where you kind of, if you want to try and learn how to transform into this thing, that's how you get to become like this and that. And you want to become like a weird tentacle monster, or whatever. And all of these creations have completely different play styles of how you do it and what you're playing is essentially a dungeon crawling game you go around these very cool maps and you're basically going into these leveling up uh dungeons and in the environment you're going around you're fighting things things like that and sort of you're as a wizard you can like you know have like this fighting power there's an archer that has like a bow that or can, but you can only shoot like in certain directions where you're facing so it's always little downsides you can play as a horse that has this like really strong attack but it's a back attack so you have to constantly nice. face backwards and kick your feet back at them Love that. so you're constantly bashing into things things like that and you know there's things that are super strong but super slow things that cut through things uh, and being able to and i think you can there's a really cool mechanic that i'm, I'm gonna be butchering so i apologize to those love this game but 
uh, I think when you enter a dungeon, you can only take in like a select few like shape shifted options. So you basically come in like, okay, I, I, I want to try and for this thing, I want to try and go in as just like the horse and figure out like how I can blast the thing because certain dungeons, you know, might have certain small things to fit through. They might have more hordes of enemies to fight through. And basically, it's a cool looking world. The camp, the combat's really fun. It like it, it, it. I think it was like playing the dungeon was a little bit too basic for me to be completely addicted to it like it was wasn't doing anything too mind-blowing especially not as like i think as charming as guacamelee did um but the mechanic itself in like swapping between these different shape-shifting options and gradually learning new shapes and new forms that change the game in different ways makes that a very very special game and it's on game pass i recommend people play it i don't see it on people's list very much but it's an underrated one of this year and but i'm happy for it to be knocked off the list Okay, I enjoyed that argument, but I get it. It does look good. Um, it does look good. It might I, 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 fu- I fucking I massively rate Drinkbox. Like, I love the Guacamelee games. PS Vita, fucking heritage of the Guacamelee games. Um, I don't know why people didn't play that game. I guess, like, it just didn't it come came out, out at time. It, was, it came out when fucking Elden Ring was out. Like, yeah. that is the actual reason. Fucking rest in peace. Um. Okay. Oh, fucking Saints Row. That's a top tenner. <laughs> a game I gave two stars, that's a top tenner. <laughs> I liked it. That's fun. Uh, that's fucking our Far Cry Six award. Um, we'll get to it. This will be this will be a quick one, and for, sadly, the last time I get to do this, so I'll, I'll enjoy it. <clears throat> Blue River. What fucking is that game, man? I don't know what that game is. I, you I, talked I, about it on the podcast. I think I got a fucking drink at the time. I don't know. <laughs> So it's a, it's a fucking it's a it's a roguelike game where the entire like at least from the first couple of levels to get through the levels you're like moving the platform you're on so like mm. you're it's like it's like sliding like um, like as mobile ads where you're on like a platform and they cannot combine to other platforms and then yeah you, you, those you, guys you're go running on. you're running forward and you have to you have you have to choose whether you want plus times three guys five or, times or plus two guys. three yeah I love those games man I love watching them played on YouTube before my video. <laughs> um yeah so basically it's a it's a roguelike game with interesting kind of level manipulation mechanics to get through the level but there are so many roguelike games at this point that they have to be banging and i, I love a roguelike and i didn't fucking play much of it so yeah mm. loot river can go um too, man. Can't honestly think it just lingered more in my brain because of the fucking moon river thing so yeah, yeah we just had to put it in there <laughs> just to say loot river loot river that'll do all Danny. right, all right. Let's just do it. Let's get it fucking done. Let's do Saints Row. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, if you insist. <laughs> I, I, I wanted this to be good. I so wanted this to be good. I was caning for a cool open world thing where you just ramp about with cool guns and cool gar- cars, cool cars, cool cars, and like a, a vaguely okay fucking story and what we got pitched was this you're just like this like this gang leader just trying to you know bring up this new grassroots kind of fucking Do crime. gang doing little petty <laughs> crimes just to build up your rep and like make a stand <laughs> you still, first of all, i'm sorry i, I, I want to hear your argument but you say petty crimes when the first one is rob a fucking bank <laughs> like straight up to, <laughs> like, I, I, mean, to be, I mean to be fair like Compared to where that game goes, and compared to like the pre- previous Saints Row, where you're like stealing the moon or whatever, like yeah, robbing yeah, a bank yeah. is pretty fucking reserved. That's like, fine, uh, it's fine. But as you get into it, you have to do like little bits of pieces, and 
I, just, I, I love that concept. I love the idea of, you know, you're starting this new thing. It's kind of, you know, it was a great place to start. And then I remember like doing that tutorial and then you get put in the world and you have to drive back to your apartment. And for like the first like five minutes of the drive, all my character was doing was just swearing, but like swearing in the most fucking irritating British accent that I've ever heard oh, in my life. Yeah. So I'm just driving well, through you this. You chose place. the voice, mate, to be fair. Did, yeah, <laughs> no, mate, you have to, because it really illuminates how fucking bad that game is. Cause there's literally a sequence where they're, I think it's the same one Danny's referring to. And she's like, Cunting fucking shit. Yeah, shit. Shit, shitting, bollocking, shitting, cunting balls. No, is that, oh what, what do British people do? They just they swear a lot, right? They, they say do. cunt. Yeah. What if we just did that? Yeah, shit willy boggers. And it was just yeah. that all the way Jesus. back to my apartment. And I was like, okay, if I just like ignored the dialogue, maybe I can get on board with this. But there were so many like little fucking things that were just irritating whether it was like just little janks in gameplay or the world not feeling as compelling like it's 2022 and it felt like a game from like 10 years ago and 10 years ago i would have fucking hoovered this up it would have been great everything i wanted but now it just felt vapid and shite and i just could not get on board with it it was fucking annoying i'll just replay gta 5 again the worst the the worst thing is like there is the comedy moment of the year in this game because you can you can do the wanker gesture and walk at the same time mm. and that but if you crouch and do that it looks like you're you're wanking and like running down the street that made me piss myself laughing that was the highlight of the game for me the fucking the shooting shite the driving shite is full of fucking bugs the characters are terrible the character creator is brilliant mm. but yeah. it's a fucking shit game for guys fun. Yo, win a move. I fucking love this game all over again. <laughs> I've, I, I've played more Saints Row than plenty of these fucking indies on this list. <laughs> I played the fuck out of this game. Not to completion for sure, but you know what? I had fun in Saints Row. I, and when I talked to about everyone and they talked to me about fucking like talking to enemy of the show, Dash a word about it. And it was like, and he was like, this is how, look how fucking shit all these things are. I was like, I technically, but fucking grow up, mate. It's a bit, it's a laugh, mate. So drive, I, I think the driving is fine. I like driving around that weird, that weird fucking empty ass desert city with nothing <laughs> fucking in it. I think the shooting's fine with these enemies that pop up out of fucking nowhere. That you're just blasting every now and then. And you're just a fucking corrupt weirdo that's like, I have me and my friends, we're going to learn how to shoot a gun and murder people. It's like, it, it, it's, it's, I've, I've looped around. I've looped around. The, you know what? A lot of the quests and the missions I find generally, I found charming and quite fun quite a lot of the time because it wasn't trying to be, it wasn't trying to be like pure tongue in cheek and like, look how ironic we are. Mm. It just was trying to be funny and quite innocently charming. But that was so odd when you're like minigunning cunts in the head, including like civilians. Yeah, it was. Which is unintentionally funny. The game starts with you like robbing that fucking payday loan place. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. we don't take much. We're not going to take your money. We don't take half the innocent. We just take half the bet. Yeah. Cut to 50 like, hours cool, later yeah. where you're like. Yeah, exactly. The fucking morals are off the fucking chain. It's They're all wild. like uni students who they're like, they're like, oh, I don't really know how to do this crimes, but it'll pay the bills. It's like, you're going to fucking murder people oh it had, my. Uh, it's the same fucking it's the same fucking 
it is far cry six yeah. it is <laughs> welcome to this island you're on your holiday by the way can you pop over and get us a wee knob of uranium while you're over there <laughs> a wee <laughs> nuclear treat <laughs> it's fucking it's a rancid game it's nowhere near this list i like i liked find i liked getting my car and jazzing that up i liked fucking i loved all the gangs like the the, the stupid fucking gangs that one of them's like they can't really decide if they're anti or pro communism it's like are we making fun of it or are we trying to are we actually involved can the writing team make their fucking mind up <laughs> it is a fucking shambles of a game what a game why are you highlighting it why are you highlighting it on the sheet right now that's fucking staying in it's, I'm, I'm, it's, it's an easy 10 it's an easy 10 it's it's not even an easy fucking 20 like it is Listen, a te- it's a terrible it's we don't bad gameplay bad shooting like it's, it's not a good uh, game like it's, it's got something to it if you're gonna if you're gonna make me fight there's, tooth there's and nail nowhere. for pokemon no violet way. you could get fucked this is going there's, saints row looks way fucking better than pokemon violet fuck that game looks this fucking shite saints row ran way better than i bet if i played pokemon it'd be fucking horrendous mate saints, saints row barely ran better than pokemon it ran perfectly on my playstation 5 i had no problems well, Mate, I, you, a, you can take it off the list i was about to say there's absolutely fucking no the way. more you guys <laughs> talked about it the more i was like ah that was fun i remember I, I had fun playing it i enjoyed the shit parts of that game it's fun to, it's like unintentionally entertainingly bad and i was having a good time with it okay as that stands we have 35 games remaining oh, so i'm gonna the read them all what the fuck are you on about <laughs> fuck me man <laughs> Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Ollie Ollie World, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Rainbow Six Extraction, Tunic, Ghostwire Tokyo, Kirby in the Forgotten Lands, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Rogue Legacy, Citizen Sleeper, Mario Strikers, Neon White, Stray Cult of the Lamb, Multiverses, Roller Dome, Blood Hunt, Power Wars Simulator, Vampire Survivors, Metal Hellsinger, Gotham Knights, Pokemon Scarlet Violet, God of War Ragnarok, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Modern Warfare 2, Marvel's Midnight Sun, Case of the Golden Idol, Warzone 2, Sonic Frontiers, Marvel Snap, FIFA 23. And I believe it is Harry's turn. Can we lump Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 in the same thing and just talk about I, it? Absolutely fucking not, no. <sighs> You're not going to get Warzone 2 on this list, Jordan. It's, it's the best shirt of the year. It's fucking fantastic. Warzone 2 is... There's, the, then let's I, get Modern Warfare I, 2 I, 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 not, not, Let's so do Modern I, Warfare 2 then. Let's do, okay. all, right, all right, fine. Let's do Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 uh, is a decent multiplayer i think i think it's got some things i i like about it but like overall i don't really love how like it points out on fucking tiktok all the time what i see about how ridiculous it is trying to level up guns in that game and there's a lot of maps like that fucking like border one with the cars that's just a big street that's one of the worst maps i've ever played in call of duty uh i really like the campaign of this uh, of this game it it like until like the last four levels of the modern warfare 2 remake it has every single mission of that game has something really cool and really memorable about it it's Mm -hmm. like they they sat down and they're like what's the cool thing that we can do at this level like are you in like a foggy like british island where you where you're sniping like underneath like a fucking cool ass lighthouse from like 500 meters away the one where like you're, you're scaling over the american mexican border and like chasing someone through like the external suburbs of america like bursting through houses in the middle of the night fucking rad as shit all these levels have this thing this this and and things like the amsterdam level but all of the things they lose the kind of tone that modern warfare was so good at it was like it actually created like quite an, an engaging and immersive gritty in a good way story 
that I think went a little bit too far in Modern Warfare with like fucking gassing children and stuff like that. It's like, didn't really need that. Bit too far. <laughs> this scales it totally back to like Cold War levels of like, ye fucking ha, where, where like I love the military, um, where they didn't really have it a whole lot. And a lot of those levels, like, you know, they, you lose the stakes and things like that. An example is in that i give off quite a lot is that in the amsterdam level like, a level looks fucking amazing like to walk so around much like, money. Like, that's that's so much money so much money on screen level you've ever seen <laughs> and you don't really do anything in the level you do two things that annoy me you do you do one thing which is like you walk up to like a, a meeting you kind of observe someone they clock you in the firefight you mow down like 11 civilians and then you a car rolls up you get in the, and the, everyone's like good job lloyd let's fucking roll out I'm like that was a fucking international war crime that just happened mm-hmm. in the middle of Amsterdam and we're just rolling away. Sorry, right, mate. Everyone was on the reefer. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have remembered. Uh, yeah, exactly. They love that fucking wacky tobacco. Uh, uh, so like, it like, also suffers from the fact that it's the sequel It's the sequel to the best modern first-person shooter ever. Yeah. Like, uh, and like it, it has... I think it, it doesn't go completely off of what Modern Warfare did, especially in the multiplayer. It still feels kind of like that. I don't mind that it's slowed down quite a lot, um, but I still think Modern Warfare beats it, and it's just kind of like a disappointing new edition. Uh, it's still good. I, I liked it, but uh, I'm not gunning for it very much. Yeah, I agree with that. Get it shunted. Mewa 2 is gone. Um, in the spirit of getting rid of stuff rapid, um... I'll get rid of Blood Hunt. I enjoyed playing that game the first couple of first couple of weekends, but like, and I think the concept of a battle royale that's a lot more about traversal and stuff like that is cool. I thought it looked brilliant. Like that city looks fucking sick. I um, fucking really liked Blood Hunt. Like, yeah, I, I I love I love love this game. And yeah, I also like did not play it after the first three weekends. But when I did play it, I just I love so much about it. Like I love the vampire thing of like being able to suck to like to like chomp on random civilians' like necks to get, to get certain to get abilities. Yeah. Like that of this the scaling these kind of slick walls in the night is feels awesome. Like the movement the is great. Samurai sword. So when you get the samurai yeah, sword, it's oh, over. Man. You've won the yeah. game. Uh, and like the shooting's really nice. Like it, like all of the combat feels feels good. And there is like a verticality. There's lots of fun. You've got these superpowers where you can like, oftentimes you can kind of cloak or or wraith away uh, from certain combats, or you can like be really stealthy, or you can like slam down and go full offensive. Mm. And I think I I don't really know what does it hang that game. Do do you think it hangs? Is my question because I don't think so. But just just because clearly it's done something for us not to have bothered to keep playing it. Like it, it. I, I I think it's a very very impressive game. I really I really liked it. I think like it was I'm again this is someone who's like not really a battle royale guy. I just I would often bounce off those games, and I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was just a, a unique thing. So I just wanted to put in extra love, but I am I think I'm fine with with getting this off. Cool. All right. Highlighted, deleted. Danny. Okay. In the spirit of speed, this is one that you've put on here, but it's got two Nas from me and Harry, and it's Mario Strikers. Oh, it's got fucking three nads, as in I think like, this game is fucking <laughs> go nads, as in balls. Um, yeah, it's a uh, gameplay Mario Strikers is really good, but they kind of forgot to give you anything to do. Um, there's, <laughs> there's no fucking single player. Like you, you play a couple of tournaments and that's it. Like it's a it's a paper thin game, but the actual football is good. Um, 
And this game is forever cursed because I went to Nintendo to play it and lost my first ever game to it uh, of it to uh, Rhiannon from the gamer. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Good. So Your darkest it, moment. Yeah, it's the, I'm surprised Andy didn't sack me on the spot. So Mario Strikers highlighted, Strikes. deleted. Who's next? It's you. Oh, the same order wow. every time. Uh, you'll have to keep reminding me. Just remember, you go after Danny, right? That's the that's the way it goes. Okay. Um, I just forget who's who started the initiation because everyone starts talking, mm. and then my little brain forgets. Um, Marvel Snap. I like that game. I like I like playing that game. Have we all played it? Yeah. Uh, um, I only well played like enough. I've only played like maybe ten games or so in it, but I I I, I dig it. It's I, a brainworm like in it. It's it's a yeah. Marvel Clash of Champions style brainworm. Yeah. I haven't uh, allowed myself to go full into the hole. I just touched it for some posterity chat here, but it really is good. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> the thing is, I really like Marvel Snap. I think it, I don't think it hangs, but the way that it just takes all the pish away from fucking Hearthstone and gets to the good bits, where it's like there's only three places you can put your fucking card. You only you can only play well. you can only play certain cards at certain times. It, like really pared down decks. And the games are just fucking go 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 go, and it all happens. And it's, it's such it's a also... simple, it's such a simple upgrading cosmetic thing as well. Like just making yeah. your cards look really fucking cool is <laughs> like is like yeah. quite a compelling thing. I think it's it's a really really I think it's a really great card game. Um, it's I wish it was. I really don't like this trend of mobile games that you have to be fucking connected online to play. Like when I was on those mega long flights after Marvel Snap came out, I could have fucking killed like three yeah. hours just fucking battering yeah. AI, but mm. um. That's like a specific case. Yeah, I think it's a solid number eleven. Um, but it's, oh. it's kind of a. I mean, it, it can it can stay. There's no reason we don't need to cut it. But um, I've just Danny, I've not played just... enough to fully fight for it. I've just accepted that it might be a little bit of a a brain pinger over the next month yeah. or so. But I mean, we could take it to judges' houses if you want. Like, there's no there's, there's other shit here that I think is gap. It'd be kind it's of inch, it'd be kind of funny if it made a ten, like. <laughs> but mm. I don't know. I think it's just too much game here. We're at, we're at like thirty five games. Like, there's a lot it, to fight for here. So, I mean, so, what do we think? If it's pushing eleven, I think maybe we leave it for now. Yeah, you never know. It it could be it, there could be a a situation. Uh, we'll we'll keep it for now. Um, sure, why not? We haven't kept it in a while. No, it's me. Uh, speaking of shite, Rainbow Six Extraction has been on here for far too long. <laughs> oh. I'm googling this. I, I refuse to. <laughs> Rainbow Six Extraction is surely a 2021 it, it came out game. In January? It has Fuck to get me. the like overload banter game of the year award because we had such a fucking good time just talking shite and just fannying around oh, yeah. while we were yeah, playing it I could, we could do that fucking pair and socks we could, in the same we, room we haven't harry fucking, we haven't because we're fucking banter mates like, like we're, we're we're funny as fuck the, the game still shite the means of production it brought us together banter. in a way that nothing else has this year that was the only time no, we no, have we all played, played like a game three games we played like three games and i didn't Name even them. enjoy myself Name doing them. it no i mean three games of this okay. we did like we did we played it for like two hours i don't know you always bring up this thing of like the fucking golden memories of rainbow six extraction like we hung out making podcasts together every week and it's like oh bring me back to the days of yonder when we'd sit playing rainbow six extraction it was fucking shite man i'm not saying that the game wasn't shite because it fucking was i'm talking about the the aura of banter oh, that you we and your had. fucking auras. Remember, like Jordan lying on the fucking floor, and one of us having to run back I, and hoof him over oh, yeah, our those, fucking those, shoulder. Those, those moments when I wasn't playing the game, yeah. I was just lying there like a fucking slug. 
<laughs> yeah, like fucking shoving Rainbow you in Six a Extra- coffin to get you out to the next fucking gank I level. Where we talked about this last year in the game of the year. Okay, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm just. I think we just talked about it loads in the uh, podcast. So I'm just used to talking about it. It's, yeah, it's like going, I'm, but- I'm the biggest Siege fan here. Fucking, I played so much, hundreds of hours of Siege. Uh, like it has the Rainbow Six thing, but it's like a fucking Siege side mode. That, it is. Like, it is. It, sure. And I, I don't like uh, PVE stuff. Like. It's it's a funky concept, but like we discovered that doing the stealthy thing breaks apart very quickly when you're in one person, when you're in this fucking three of you, and you gotta try and just there's certain elements that are nice, but it's just fucking a uh, pish that's not different enough or not like cool enough to make its list. Nah, it's, we've talked about it far longer than it fucking it, deserves. Yeah, it's it's not touching anything. It's just we're, yeah, we're over an hour in. We got let's cut some games. Okay. Right, Danny? me, me. All right, all right, all right. What, what's a shiter? What is clearly not gonna gain? Um, Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> yeah, so that is where we're we're getting there. Oh, that game's fucking terrible. This is a man. tough one, guys. Uh, <laughs> See if you I discount- wish I played it. I wish I played it. I should have played it last yeah. night. Here's the thing: if you discount the way it plays, the way it controls, <laughs> the way it looks, um, the voice acting, the story, the world. Um, your mission objectives and every moment that you're playing that game it's all right but those things just kind of i don't think it hangs well mm. i mean if if those are if, 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 if you just call those things like, yeah I think, it's, I think it's 11 you know yeah. I, I don't i think it's it's pushing strong it. 11 no, okay. yeah it's an 11 out of a thousand <laughs> as in that is my review score for the my, game my question is when i saw the clip of sonic frontiers of like something you actually do in the game which is like when you stumble across one of those big fucking monsters that you're like run the back of and then fight or whatever things that i was like where was this in the in the five trailers leading up to it like showing you actually doing things as sonic because that game just had a i think the worst marketing campaign ever it's just like him standing in an unreal engine template like under some fucking pish and rain in what looks like the Falkland Islands. I don't fucking <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, yeah, I, I don't know enough about Sonic. I didn't play it. it I, I'm only going on taking the piss. But uh, what so. if it's great? What if I played it and I really liked it? Maybe. I mean, you, you like. I think you like Sonic stuff, don't you, Danny? You've like I, I noted you know? death threats from Sonic fanboys. Yeah, but you, you wrote about the rise, didn't you? <laughs> I, yeah, in 1990 fucking two. Yeah, well, that's, that's the only time Sonic was good, so I was, that's what I was asking about. And even then pushing it. I called Sonic a prostitute in a public forum. People threatened my life. Before his okay. hedgehog of the night. Shot, like, fucking shot him out back of the Falcon Islands. Like the he died head- while fighting for Britain. Ring, rings pop out of him. Oh, is it me now? It is Did you. It? Uh, it is. Let's talk about... Gotham Knights. Um, okay, let's get the merch in. <laughs> let's get um, the plug. So he's wearing uh, for, the, for the for the audio <laughs> listeners at home. Jordan is wearing Gotham Knights a headset, and he's holding up a Gotham Knights a heroic assault like collector's edition thing. Yeah, and the main collector's edition's up there. Um, I, I think this is a top ten. Um, no, <laughs> oh, thank oh thank fuck man. I was fucking worried. Gotham Knights is my um. I get why folk aren't into this, but something did it to me of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the story, I thought the story and characters were really good. The banter and the fucking and the and the and the body was great. The combat is better than I thought it was when I previewed it. And when you unlock the mo- the the movement abilities, which is, is fucking ludicrous that you have to unlock the good <laughs> movement in that game, like that is a, a huge oversight. But 
flying about the best looking gotham that has ever been with all that smoke and all that shit like it's fucking fun man it, it doesn't hang it's it's not as good a game as i think it is but yeah <laughs> I, I, I like gotham knights <laughs> um yeah i don't have any more to add to that i i i, I think i disliked the, the combat more than you i just like immediately was very put off by it uh Do you know what's fun me and uh noted child abuser Aaron Payne. fucking <laughs> hell that was, that, that was the most direct way we've said it so far <laughs> um played it co-op and we both played as red hood and just shot people so the game completely broke so stand at either end of like a combat encounter and just first person shoot everyone and it'd be over i was like this is great this is gaming see when you can break nice. a game that's gaming for me highlighted deleted <laughs> grand okay uh, what's what's all this uh call of the lamb about Call, I'd say it's a shame. It's a shame that you guys didn't play Call of the Land because that's a really good game. I think there's one element about it that, looking back when I was thinking about it today, uh, does lose it for it. But it's like such a home run of a game, and it makes sense why it made it seemed to me a fuck ton of money. Uh, Call of the Lamb, for those who don't know, is is part roguelike, part like uh, town management thing. You are uh, risen from the dead by your lamb god, whatever, like this this cultish god. And he said, you've got to raise some followers. So you go to the plot of land and you, you have this one cult follower. And you basically go out on these uh, adventures, these journeys, whatever. I think, what, are they, what do they call them? Whatever. You go uh, into the forest, basically. And you just play um, kind of uh, Binding of Isaac, Hades-style like like roguelike games with like fun abilities you go and you, you get these little perks that you get along so every run is a different kind of thing you get different weapons different you, with like ranged attacks and melee attacks the animation's really smooth and really charming uh it looks really cool and then you gather those resources so no matter whether you die or not you still get slightly less but you'll get stuff to take back to your camp and on those journeys you also pick up followers that you'll rescue and save um and then you go back to the second part of the game which is this very like f- straight up fucking fun town thing where you have a growing amount of cult followers that you're harvesting like follower juice from like if like faith from and they'll pray and they'll worship and you have to build uh beds and you have to you know do farms all the kind of standard stuff that you might expect and the the, the, I think the more charming thing about it is you go to the shrines and you can to try and harvest as much like things to level up your camp as much you need to try and get as much kind of faith as possible so these cult followers they will age and they will die so if they get too old they'll die or they'll and if they they try and repent against you then they'll start trying to they'll like they'll get like uh, against you you'll start trying to find something you can lock them up things like that but the shrine thing is it's so it's like a, a very charming dark humor because you'll have like these these shrine events where you make people fight the death and murder each other. You'll sacrifice people like and burn them alive, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" Um, very fun and very funny in that aspect. And there's also like an open world deck element to it, where you travel around this map to like meet other characters and play little mini games. And like, there's a fishing thing. Like, it just adds all these little tropes that are just like very charming about these type of games and just builds this fleshed out experience i think what loses cult of the lamb is sort of the late the late game stuff which is what i when i was reading what other people thought of cult of the lamb i realized oh yeah i stopped playing it just like before like the last third of the game because mm. you level up the camp you know 
things get bigger you unlock cool stuff bigger houses stuff down below you get like decorations but at a certain point there's the the the, the progress goes from very big to very 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 incremental and you're doing the same kind of thing to fight these mini bosses as you go from four different areas to fight the big mm. boss um so it, eventually the town kind of gets like fun to develop for and then it kind of gets boring to deal with it just kind of becomes like a hassle and a chore to keep up because there's so many people and you don't you're not doing much fun with it the look of it doesn't really change much like you can plant down like some rocky shrine things like that but like it still looks very similar to how it does like three five hours ago mm. um but like tone wise nailed like the fact that they've in- they've made like a fun town management thing even though it kind of loses the ha- towards the last half and a really fun roguelike at the same time i think is super impressive uh but i don't think you two played it and i think there's it just was charming enough but wasn't like a fun fucking masterpiece level of other indies this year that i'm fine to cut it yeah i i played a wee bit but Ooh. i didn't play enough to really get to the meat of what it was trying to do so yeah, I'm happy. To, I'm not going to fight for it because I've played like an hour tops. Okay. Um, Danny? Let's... Oh God, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a top tenner or not. I would maybe say yeah, but I don't know how you both feel about it. There's a lot of good games on here. we got to let's talk about let's it. Let's do Metal Hellsinger. Yeah, I've been looking at that one for a while. I also don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Metal Hellsinger... It's, it's, it's a, it's a first-person rhythm game, but it's essentially Doom and you're killing on the beat. Um, as you kill more, your multiplier goes up and more layers of the track come in. So it'll start off and it'll just be the drums, then the guitars, and then when you get to time 16, the vocals come in. All that works brilliantly. It's just for a for a music game, we music pun, it's a bit one note, but um, Tish. Mm. Like the... Um, it's cool that the the different guns are usually different time signatures. So they'll actually yeah, I, that's yeah. one I, that's the thing I really yeah, like. About it. They actually, if you're good, if you have good rhythm, like you're going to be better at the game. Um, so that's cool. I think the soundtrack's great. But yeah, it's like it's a bit too slight. Like I wish there was a more of it, and I wish the this for this the story should have been bigger and better. Considering metal is so like it could it can be so lore heavy. Like you want yeah, this yeah. to be like a fucking like. Iron Maiden's Fucked Metal Hell Singer would have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it should be like, this is the the craziest fucking visuals of the year when it's all a bit safe. It's all a bit samey. What do you think of it, Danny? I really liked it. And I, I don't know if like wanting more of it, because I agree with you there, but I don't think that makes it a, a an experience to kind of bum off away from, from the top games. Um, it was quite, I think it was quite short. Um, can't quite remember. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You, if you if you just fly through it, you can beat it in like three hours. Yeah, yeah. But it was a nice it was a nice pocket of experience, and like playing it just felt fantastic. I think that's one of the best. It's up there for like one of the best feeling games that I played this year, and the yeah. it was super immersive for me. And I I sat and I just smashed through the whole thing in like a couple of sittings because of how intense it felt like at all times. But I think you're right. I didn't feel like I was doing anything of consequence. I was just sort of running through having this nice experience with the with the controls and with the tunes and i couldn't tell you anything that went on in the plot apart from there's a big sexy devil lady somewhere like in the art and i was like yeah all right, do, I'll do. Do. but yeah i think i think you're right when you think of the scope of like what metal could do and i think maybe some of that scope was probably there because you can't make a game like this without being pure into that world and you know the the inspiration behind it so 
but yeah, it's, it's not in the final product, I guess. So I, I don't know. It's a hard. I think this is the hardest one for me because I'd, I wouldn't be mad if it was on the top ten. If I'd, I'd be quite chuffed if it made it. But also, like, what do we lose to put it up there? Kind of thing. But that's a later yeah, discussion. That, that that that's the thing. Like we're, I mean, you can you can always you can always bump it to the next round. But when I'm when I'm looking at this list of like twenty five games, and I'm like, there's. There's a fucking banging top 15 here, but I have no mm-hmm. idea how it gets to a top 10. Yeah, I think um, I'd be tempted I also, to keep it. I also it. only played the demo of this game, I will say. Right. I didn't really play the proper game. Let's keep it. We'll just we'll, there's, there's there's stuff to cut like, that I think will be much shorter conversation. Yeah, I think there's stuff on here that I would cut before Hellsinger. Okay. Uh, it's me next, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learning. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2. I think it's a Jordan game. Me and I didn't play it. Oh yeah, th- this is one of the ones that I was saying is a much shorter conversation. Mm-hmm. The sequel to the greatest roguelike of all time, and I've barely touched it, should uh, tell you enough about how I feel about Rogue Legacy 2. Super disappointing. It feels really good, but Dead Cells did the Rogue Legacy thing better than Rogue Legacy, Legacy 2. So yeah, mm-hmm. a, dis- a disappointment. So get it gone. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was actually fortuitous that I, I deleted that Y because my pick to get rid of it's straight. Oh, th- this has been lingering around for a mm-hmm. while. Ooh. Meow, bitch. <laughs> Meow. So, All right, boys. Who finished straight? No, I think it was just you. Mate. Okay, okay. So I've... I got I got really far in. I got like I think I got like seventy five percent there. I don't know. All right, I've got the edge here of having the full encompassing experience of this critically mm-hmm. acclaimed. Game of the Year nominated. <laughs> game of the Year nominated independent game. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck it, L. It's it was a nice experience. All right, I think the world was cool. You're dropped in, mm-hmm. and I think controlling the cat felt really nice. As far as controlling yeah. cats can go, like you're platforming, you're exploring, you're seeing the world from that perspective. I thought that was really cool. I really liked mm-hmm. the kind of dystopian robots in the ground because the world's gone to shit kind of thing. Didn't really like how they kind of like mashed every world culture into one thing really clumsily. That was a bit weird. But it was Cats can't be racist, mate. You can't blame <laughs> that on them. But it was It's Egypt they're Egyptian, mate. Exactly. It was cool. They were gods. It was cool. Um the ending was probably as you'd expect it. You're a cat, you save people, you get the sun back. It it happens. Um, mm. the fucking ran over by a Ford Fiesta, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just I think it was cool. It was a cool experience. If it this game had come out when I was a kid, when I was well into animals, I would have spent hours just running about as the cat in this fucking world. Um, but Sorry. it was just a fun... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the the visual visual watchers there. Horrible, horrible. I'd, yeah, it wasn't as good as everyone says it is, is it? That's that's no. Crux. Yeah, I like I like I like Scullion's gonna kick my cut in if he ever hears this because I'm all the games that he's pure highly reviewed this year, I've just thought like, what are you fucking talking about. Didn't even play Curse to Golf. yeah, yeah, I like I like Stray. I agree. I think that, like being as a cat in these environments in these very nice, pretty neon lit environments is nice. I think like a, a, a lot of my main issue I quite like exploring the little city areas and finding that stuff. It was a little bit kind of confusing at times figure out what the fuck you're meant to do sometimes maybe i'm just being daft no you're right but like the 
the actual kind of crux of what you do is you're generally kind of like going from place to place avoiding getting hit by stuff like you're sort of just juking a bunch of half-life head crawlers um i didn't like that bit the head crabs well that's kind of that's what a lot of like the the in-between moments are um and yeah, like the sci-fi is 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 neat. That I said it, I think on a on a podcast we talked about it. But one thing I love is like the small story moments where the story moment I loved about Stray was the 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 part where like they have plants around in the buildings mm-hmm. because that's what like humans did, and they don't need plants to live, but they just like like replicating what humans did because they kind of feel as weird attachments that lost race, which is like stuff like that that's quite sweet, but um. I just think gameplay wise, it wasn't wide enough for me to like it that much. It gave as you, opposed to like, yeah, it it gave you this really really cool world to explore. Like there was a that level when you get to like the mechanical kind of treehouse and you have to climb up to the top of it. Did you get that far? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And I got to that and I was like, this is fucking rad. And there were so many paths to explore and stuff. But by that point, you'd kind of realize that there's no reason to. Like there was a mission where you had to collect some different types of like different colors of flower and i was like yes i remember it's, and yeah. it's like there's not really real reason for you to do that. people would just ask you can you bring me this thing yeah, and, and, and you do it and it's like, like nothing happens <laughs> and it's defense i think like a lot of the fun of it is like finding excuses to wander around and explore as a cat's like oh, i want to find this thing and you have to try and jump on this little thing and go through there and get on the edge of a branch yeah. and grab it so like maybe it's all a vehicle just to play that just to around this one thing they've got they perfected which is like the cat movement mm-hmm. and like playing as a cat yeah because but even at the length that it was that. a lot of it was just kind of filler you know that, that like first mission you do when you get into the town and you have to um i can't even remember what the point of it is but you have to go to one place and it's like you have to go and get a jumper but to get to the i oh know it was a poncho or something and to get the poncho yeah. made you need a certain type of wool and you have to go to this person to get the wool and it was just like a like a five-part fetch quest to do something yeah like yeah. and it took like an hour and that's like that's like a big chunk of this game just doing like fetchy shit and it's here's why i don't like straight there's a tv with the qr code right <laughs> and it glitches and you see the QR code for like a second, like a mm-hmm. second, it's on there, and it, and and it glitches around. There's these these cursed weird things in the screen. For a second, it moves together, and it shows the QR code. I spent fucking ages getting that QR code to line up. Doesn't go anywhere. Nice, good. I actually like. What's the That's fucking point? Fuck. Trolly ass motherfuckers. <laughs> but let's put a random QR code that does nothing. A JPEG I found online. Like um, the RSPCA or like a lemon party cat or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> meatspin.com uh, where, where, uh, where's 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 top kettle on this list <laughs> Fuck it yeah so that that make that puts a uh, bottom bottom 50 okay uh, stray I sorry like sorry to the, everyone that does Deleted. not like us right now uh I, I like the game it's a good game it's a, i liked it a lot it's just not Harry, you're 10. shouting <laughs> yeah, lower your, your voice, voice. stop the have shouting. you been have, have you been crying <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're fucking crying. Oh, oh God! No wait Did I? I oh no, Harry did. You destroy. Oh fucking hell! Ugh. Right. What? Hey, what could just get fucked? Um. There, there is, there is a very easy just get fucked. Uh tunic. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're keeping FIFA 23 on the fucking top 10. Oh, was that on? I was too late now, I've said it. I didn't scroll to the bottom. Scroll, you daft! 
right, okay, well, let's just let's just have a nice, calm chat about the wee fox right. and his little swords. Don't, don't worry, Tokyo is one <laughs> below it. Who, who gives a fuck about that it's game? That was, was, that, was the, that was the one I was talking about. <laughs> so, you, oh, sorry, so you're looking at the first five. That's the only game you're looking at. You're like, well, the options here are the three best games of the year and Tunic, so and my hands are tied. <laughs> We've got to do them all. We've got to do them all. Can't lower your voice. We've got to do them all. We've got to do them all. I don't even like Tunic that much, but I just fucking funny as fuck that that was the one that you later <laughs> <Pumped> straight <laughs> into tunic perky's crying <sighs> right. um tell me about uh, tunic. you've played tunic Danny, i have played tunic apparently uh so i'll go first sure uh i like tunic uh <laughs> fucking don't even want it on this list i don't know i'm getting through aggro uh <laughs> tunic is has a really fucking cool couple elements about it first of all looks nuts looks fucking amazing that's what mm -hmm. that's what kind of sold it it's like this classic zelda but in like 3d isometric gorgeous shaders as like your cute little fox um and it does like it not just like it's not like a one trick thing there's loads of different environments and elements loads of cool areas that like always impress you and always kind of look very 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 good second element is this really cool mechanic of the game manual which is, you know, you start off with not understanding what any of the words mean, like your inventory, everything is all in this, this kind of alien language. And as you progress, you pick up you pick up pages of the of this game's manual, which is like an old style, like Japanese, like 90s game manual that you flick through. Yeah. Which shows not only like what all the words mean, but it shows like elements of the map, but not even like the bit you're on, like the bit you're going to get to in fucking set in five hours, but because you're, you're getting it disjointedly. Mm. So you're learning about enemies in, in these different things, which is like so fucking cool, like an absolutely mental cool thing. Um, the And in general, the game itself is like, oh yeah, and it's like a Zelda thing, right? So you, you hit the enemies, you, there's chests, you're going through little dungeons and some enemy designs are kind of cool, but like, Generally, the Zelda gameplay stuff was the thing that let it down. I think it was a kind of a, it's kind of a style over substance game in my opinion, and well, it looks great. Like I kept running into the same sort of enemies that are kind of more frustrating to go against than anything. Um, it was no, it, I actually didn't like the demo when it came out. I think I was like, I was like disappointed by it. It's an improvement of it for sure. I think we just didn't really have the enemies in the combat locked in when they made that demo, and I still think it's kind of the 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 second thought about thing in the game uh but i think it's you know a, a marvelous looking and a very one of the one of the best mechanics of the year i think is the game manual thing i like that the manual page for rolling i think the wee animation the wee cartoon of the fox rolling is very yeah. funny yeah like i'll him just fucking fucking himself forward like he's fucking <laughs> it's a great manual the like, I, like so I, I wanna i kind of want to buy that manual and just so they have sent it. they sent the manual to, to like some um oh, us one. press yeah bastards i want one of those but um no i don't think it makes the 10 it makes like my top it makes it, it might probably the bottom maybe the bottom of my, my list somewhere but it makes my top 20 but it won't be yeah. top 10 okay rip good on you danny i love it when it's not me that has that, that kills these off <laughs> that is the villain everyone thinks jordan's the villain of the of, of this podcast it's always been danny it's never not been danny uh harry uh okay fucking uh fifa 23 we're not we're not putting that up there i'm sorry mate it's a good game football it's i'm sure it is mate 
Yeah. I played some actually last week. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, big um, fucking yeah, big fucking bloke you. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, FIFA twenty three is um, it's the best FIFA in ages. Uh, I as you best one yet. As you, as be supp- <laughs> no, FIFA. Wait till next year. You know this. I usually fucking hate FIFA despite playing like six hundred hours of it. I still like this FIFA. Is, is- yeah, that's conservative. Um, <laughs> I still like this FIFA. They've not ruined it yet. They've not changed the balance in some way that completely like ruins my life. Um, so yeah, FIFA 23 is a good one. Next year, though, you're in trouble because this is the last FIFA. Mm. Next year, it's EAFC and they're genuinely oh, good. There is a chance that this is like... They, they could, it might still be the exact same thing just with different skins, but they have a chance and that's exciting. But yes, FIFA 23, um, we hardly knew. Yeet! Yeet! It's me. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Multiverses. How the fuck is this still here? This is just fun game. This is just fucking lingering. I'm not I mean, doing it. I mean, it's all right, but do we, can we, can we, do we do we even talk about it? Like, <laughs> I actually, I mean, I feel like more of us have played it than than Rumble Versus, but at least like one of us had a thing going on there. But like, we all know. Like, I think I think it's you no. Know I'll, I'll talk about it briefly. Like, I think it was mm. it, it was a cool game. Like, I like that it's doing the Smash thing and it's not just being held by Smash. Mm. I think they made an impressive thing with like doing the whole multi IP versus thing, which is like always funny to have fucking Shaggy LeBron and Scooby Doo fight yeah. LeBron James and all this stuff. But I, just, I, I'm not, I'm not really, a, I don't really play Smash games, yeah. so I don't really like doing doesn't, that stuff. So doesn't have the votes. I also thought it was alright. Um, I think it. I hope they go really wide with it and have the weirdest fucking Warner IP that's kind of that they kind of like get fucking put, joy from friends in it and shit put like Tenet that. Put in there. I want that. Yeah. They all go back fucking backwards. Um. Okay. Multiverses highlighted, deleted. Danny. In the spirit of calling the wee boys, there's one that I I, I don't want to get rid of it, but I don't think it's going to stay just on how much experience we have with it. And it's case of the golden idol. Yeah, that was a weird one that I was like, oh yeah, that could be on my top 10 list because it kind of snuck up on me mm. and like, I'm, I'm seeing it on every fucking other application's top 10 list and I'm like, oh, other people liked that game and played that game. Um, yeah, but again, like only I played it. I think you guys would really like it if you did play it. It's one of those, it's like fucking Obra Dinn again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's doing, uh, it has this really cool... 2d it, it does the obra din thing which is it's set in like the fucking 1800s wherever the hell that time pe- period is um with like a weird supernatural element but it's like a detective game with proper detective crime scenes like obra din is like sure it's a detective game but you're like an insurance broker you're finding out how these people died it's paperwork this is like there's been a murder you need to figure out who it is who killed them like the mystery around every little different unique level and it has a really cool UI thing where you're just in these these, these cool looking pixel environments where you're figuring out for us what's going on. You're finding phrases and pictures and words and weapons and elements and all these tiny things. So you've got this jumble of words and then you've got like figure out who this person is, who this person is, who this person is. Um, like, and the, the, the general things of like how they died when it happened yada yada but there's always like a third mystery thing that's fucking the coolest part of each level an example is there's one really big level where you're in like this big manor and you go up between all the rooms and you can go in the safes and you go in people's rooms and their and their belongings and what's in their pockets and there's so many elements that you pull out as you figure out someone's been as because someone's been poisoned and the mist the wild card on this like flipped like flat ui screen is you have to figure out who was positioned on each 
seat at the table who was eating what because you have to figure out who poisoned who which is like a completely unique mechanic unique thing for that thing and then the next level it's like oh cool you've got a bunch of cultists and cloaks what do all the cloaks correspond to in the organization of this company like who are the leaders who are the mid-tier ones what do the different masks mean so you're going through and doing the work figuring out from what initially is a completely unknown thing to like I now understand what's going on completely just by like doing the detective work. Right. Very, very cool. Uh, I don't think it's going to make the top our top 10 mutually. Okie doke. We've... Th- With, Harry has just killed the 20th mm-hmm. game. Just going to say that, yeah. We're down to... So I will, I will once again read Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Ollie Ollie World, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Ghostwire Tokyo, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Citizen Sleeper, Neon White, Roller Drome, Power Wash Simulator, Vampire Survivors, Metal Hellsinger, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, God of War Ragnarok, Mario Plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Warzone 2, and Marvel Snap. It is my turn. Goodbye, Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh my god, that made the top 20. (laughs) Holy shit. I know. I should have kept Case the Golden Idol. There's a lot of shiters on here. (laughs) (laughs) That game is really good. I feel bad now. Ghostwire Tokyo, beautiful world. Amazing, amazing to walk around doing your Doctor Strange shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some of the hot, like the hot, the fucking design of the monsters. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, The gameplay's a bit shite. It's a bit fucking, it's not, the combat's not fun. It's sort of just like... Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, and it's, it doesn't feel good to do that. Like it's fun when you're like fucking wrapping people up and like snapping them apart, mm-hmm. but it takes slightly too long, so it doesn't feel like you can do it quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't feel like you can just spin around and go like, and then, <laughs> and then fucking shoot them off the fucking building. Um, but yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo probably city of the year in terms of like the fucking open yeah, world city a, is spectacular parts, looking po- but best parts of the games are I think wandering around the weird parts of the city and finding these kind of weird side areas and yeah enjoying it. especially the rift going, going into well. the fucking going out the fucking shop and it's just like a floating dug yeah totally <laughs> and the fact that there's like a whole other side of the town where you go up to the to the top levels of the rifts and stuff like that cool yeah um beautiful game but uh the kind of stuff that i hope when that, that i hope xbox still lets bethesda do because that was a tango gameworks thing which is under the other umbrella and that's the kind of weird shit that it's not it's like the evil within it's not going to hit but there should be seven out of ten games as well as amazing games and that's and that's it's an interesting one ghostwire tokyo deleted and that means it is uh danny time as does this fit on one page yet if we hit the oh it does it does it yeah. fits on one page for context we don't google doc about stuff right this oh, it's getting it's getting choppy now it's getting a bit getting a bit um getting a bit <laughs> let's do Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope because I don't know where this will land because we haven't played it, have we, Harold? Nah. I think it's really Looks good, cool. but Doesn't I don't cool. think it I don't I don't think it's it lands either. It's like a it's an improved version of the first game, but the movement in terms of how you can set about your characters is better. Super polished. There's tons to do. Ubisoft are clearly having the fucking they're like, we get to fucking do a Mario, so they they mm-hmm. put their entire fucking Ubi Ubusi into it, you know? um so the the game's really good it's one of these things that it's like it's a really good game but it's almost boringly good like it's like yeah it, it does all it's trying to do to the best of its abilities but it never fucking punches through to a thing where everyone's talking about it so yeah oh. it's a game that i would recommend to everyone but i don't think it makes our top yeah 10. it's a respectful call i think 
Yeah. Okay. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> John is just eating his microphone. <laughs> Go on, England. He's got. <laughs> Go on, England. <laughs> Love that Kirby quote. Oh, Kirby. Uh, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I didn't play that game. I wish I did, but I don't have fucking 50 quid to punt on a Kirby game, so I just like... Get it for free, man. That's what I did. Danny, what do you think of Kirby? I liked Kirby. I like Kirby a lot as an IP, as as a thing. Like, I think it's one of Nintendo's most undervalued properties of the last, like, 10 to 15 years. This is, like, the game that Kirby deserves, I think. This is, like, one to propel yeah. him into this era of, of games because when you think of Kirby games prior to this they're all like like Jurassic fucking GBA games and shit so I think this is really cool and it, it's it got the cool open world thing it draws a lot from Mario Odyssey which is obviously the best place to draw from and the mechanics are really cool it's cute as fuck you, you can turn into fucking anything and I had a really nice time playing it but it just all felt a bit shallow and I think in a way, that was kind of the point of it. It's meant to be a very simple game that you can move through, and but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's I really enjoyed it, but I'm struggling to find things to fight for for it to make the top ten because it was just yeah. a very super polished, super nice, super enjoyable thing to play. You roll through different levels in a very linear fashion while you're also like slowly building up this hub and bringing like little creatures back to the hub but there's nothing super granular about that it's just like make enough to build this building and then it's done and then you do that once you've done every building that's kind of it and it was just it was a very nice experience but yeah i'm not like super super fucking let's get this on the top 10 it was just this game should have been made a while ago it's been made now glad it exists had fun move on yeah (laughs) <laughs> I agree. Also, the, the, there's a there's a glaring flaw where in the co-op in that game, if you're playing co-op, the other person plays his fucking Waddle D and he can't do any of the mouthful mode yeah. shit. Yeah. So oh. it's um, fundamentally fl- flawed. Um, so yeah, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Hi- I'm a critic, mate. Highlight it and delete it. Okay. Respectful. It's it is me. It is me. Um, I'm surprised that Roller Drome is still on here uh yeah is anyone dying for that like i, I, See, I thought I that thought might you, be a, a mitchell i thought no I, I liked it the least did you you played it didn't you Danny? i did yeah i played it quite recently it was one of those ones where i had to tick it off just for like posterity and i i played like an hour of it and i think it's it's really nice i think it's it's got very satisfying like skating movements it felt nice to to zoot around in it had like the the tony hawk vibe but it kind of built on that a little yeah. bit because you're skating and you don't have a board you're, you've got like full body movements um i thought the gunplay was really cool it got a little bit convoluted for me at times but i think like actually shooting things it had like nice thwunky kind of satisfying gun noises and the the it does have the thwunk. it does it does that's the best way to describe it like the dodging and the the slow-mo hits were really cool it felt satisfying to play i thought the art style was very cute which is completely mental to me because i said that last year yeah (laughs) it looks the same as sable and i was like i don't really get it but yeah i thought it was to quote you it's just Just (laughs) (laughs) oh i was on some shit last year um but yeah it was it was nice i had a nice time with it 
Um, I thought it was really cool at what it does. Um, but I think there's indies on here that I would prefer to fight harder for than Rollerdrome. I should lo- I should love this game. I should capital L love this mm-hmm. game. It's like it, it does like really cool design stuff, really cool UI stuff. It has a really cool world to it, like a cool vibe and a tone to it. I just think I don't like Tony Hawk's like third person skating stuff. I just I, I've just ne- that's never been a super fun thing for me. And I, I had fun with the shooting thing and the mix of that, but when it genuinely I did. And but when it got to like to progress, you have to do these um, sub objectives. Like you have to like kill these amount of things. You have to like blow up these things. You have to break these kind of things. I didn't really want to do any of that stuff. I really wish the game just let you sort of coast through it very casually because I would have enjoyed the game a bit more if I did that rather than having to like go back and sort of like grind these certain things. Um, but yeah, love the way it looks. Like I thought it was uh, I thought it was cool, but uh, I just didn't quite click with playing it that sort of way uh, and how it progressed in that in that manner. Okay. All right. Uh, highlighted, deleted. Uh, Danny. Uh, I thought. Oh God, I'm losing it. I thought I picked Roller Drum. Fucking hell. Um. Oh God. I just, I just. I threw it to you first. So. Let's let. Okay. Let's stay on that. Let's do Ollie Ollie World because that's crept in and I. <laughs> the head shaking. The head shaking. I think it's really cool. I, in the same, for a lot of the reasons I liked um, Rollerdrome, I think it's really cool. But I, if we only have a certain amount, like amount of positions on this list, just to, to keep it short, I don't think I would bat for this one as hard as some of the others on this list. There is plenty of us on this list that I know you would bat for less. Like this game is fucking the the roll seven masterpiece that the roller drum is not yeah, it's a roll seven out of ten it's a roll seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> ollie ollie world is fucking incredible like the way first of all there's how do i break this down number one thing is the way this game looks is fucking amazing like the fact that everything you look at in this game is like a visual treat of like fucking adventure time style like eye candy of the way everything looks together it's like it's such an attractive and charming and like warming world to be in. The skating is so satisfying. Like I played All Ellie 2 and I really like that 2D skating style. Like the way that that game, as it progresses through the entire game, kind of expands and adds on different things to the point where you have like very simple objectives. Compared to what I don't like about Ollie Drum, there's very simple objectives in uh, in in all the other world that make it more like side quests like there are ways there are ways that the the track splits off and there are like crazier more difficult routes to go down there's certain tricks you have to do above things and it's very satisfying to complete all those things and try and do those things at once like again a game you can coast through and you can replay and get so much enjoyment out of those levels one after the other it's really satisfying to be able to chain through things together like get those combos that you that are satisfying in skate games that you guys like like mm-hmm. something about this was so much more fun for me the story of it is so fucking charming like the, the the idea of fucking of nirvana and all these kind of spiritual beings that you're trying to fight against all these kind of the way it spices up uh and, and throws in these different kind of levels where you're fighting with fucking aliens you're chasing people down and you're bumping into these kind of like these kooky characters as you go forward it just makes you like really sink into the world and what also pairs with it is how fucking great the ui is in this game 
how bubbly all that stuff is and how um great the fucking music is like how much that soundtrack absolutely just takes you to that fucking world i think that is absolutely one of the best games this year i think it deserves a clear spot compared to other games in this list okay i respect the try i respect the try danny but i think we'll have to go again um We'll have to try and take his legs out from behind them. Mm. Um, I've taken up a lot of my favorite games this year, folks. I respect it. Yeah, because you're like shit games. I respect it. I think I think a lot of the points <laughs> that you made there are absolutely valid. I'm just, I'm looking at what we've got left and I, I can see the ones that are definitely coming in. I can see the ones we're going to have to fight for and I can see the ones where it's like, it's going to be one or the other. And if it's between like Oli Oli World and one of those, I'm like, it's going to it's got a punt, but we keep, keep, well, keep well, it in your back a... pocket, Danny. The, the Let's fight just work will go through on. it. Let's just work right, through it. All right. Hardy. Ha, 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 uh, Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns is brilliant. It's the top 10 game of this year. It's, uh, it's Firaxis genius at its very fucking best. And it happens to have like a, a Persona tier fucking relationship builder attached to it out of nowhere. Um, if, if the gameplay in Midnight Suns was all that it was and you just went back to the house and that was it i would probably fight for it i would still be fighting for it at this stage but i think all of the story stuff all of the character stuff pushes it way beyond like it is the i fucking knew that when i fucking played this in march this is going to be a game that came out and got banging reviews because when you they, they did a terrible job of explaining what it is mm-hmm. but when you actually get into it it is so much fucking fun and it's so deep in terms of like the 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 character development and how you know how in a fallout game if you're not paying attention you can still pick all the right choices because you're like ah, they probably want me to say the nice thing they probably want me to say the nice thing in midnight suns you actually have to like read and understand what these characters how they would want you to respond so there's a character who is a good guy but they want you in this situation because of the way they feel about another character in the house to respond like down the evil path and that will increase mm-hmm. your friendship with them as it's super it's super interestingly done and um it's a game that didn't need all of that stuff to be brilliant but that for me is 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 what pushed it i think it's i think it's a tremendous game midnight suns um and i hope i wish more people had like the 90 hours to complete it as long as fuck as well um but yeah i love midnight i, I love midnight suns if either of you two juked in yet no i haven't and that's i don't even know where you play it is it on ps5 is, is it, 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 it it's you you have access to it if you, okay. if you wanted okay well see if I, if I unfortunately i've uh, i've not spotted my travels and i i didn't play you know xcom or the frax game before that so i, I really a little very little from a reference here but it sounds cool i like strategy games yeah. um, i mean for axis do fucking xcom and sev those are the fucking strategy boils um, yeah this is a rough one because um, it came out so late and I got I got code like a day ago, yeah. so I haven't had a chance to. But I, based on vibes, I think it's going to be a banger. And I, I think it's going to be for me like the like the Guardians of the Galaxy of this year where I kind of was expecting like a mid-Marvel game, but it's just going to be great. I think that's kind of the vibe yeah. I've got with it. See all the good, the good character bits in Guardians of the Galaxy? There's a fucking trillion of those in Midnight mm-hmm. Suns with a more interesting cast of characters, in my opinion. So yeah, I think that definitely... I would fight for that as a top 10. Okay. Um, I think that's me. Um, right. 
Oh. Power wash yeah, simulator. I Come knew on. That was the Australian Call of Lamb fans are fucking fuming to discover that Power Wash Simulator has been on this list the entire time. And none of us have batted a fucking eye until now. We're looking at it and we're like come on it's the, it's the game equivalent of like a satisfying tiktok like come on mm. now power simulator fun i played it on stream for about like an hour yeah. two hours you know you, you power wash like it's a very well-made power wash simulator i mean if i'm i would go as far as say the best power wash yeah. simulator <laughs> game there is yeah if this was the power wash simulator game of the year it would absolutely mm. nail it it'd be but, in top 10 for sure yeah come on now it's it's gotta go hasn't yeah. it if i'm gonna be like it's mm, not gonna make only, the only world but power wash simulator like i'm not having that argument what about it? there's gonna be difficult <laughs> discussions soon and power wash simulator can't just sit there and laugh at us while they happen yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's um, gotta bounce it's gotta go highlight and delete how so many are we now yeah i was just about one, to say two, so we're are we one or 15 so 16 as most people call that <laughs> right um we're going to have to relitigate some of these judges' houses ones now because I think we've talked about everything. Who's trying is to going, uh, It's Danny. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's do Citizen Sleeper. Yeah. Oh. There's, well, we have to. Like, there's... Warzone 2 is there. When the fuck do we give a fuck about Warzone You've 2? You've got a turn, Harry. You are yelling. And yours are fucking daft, me. She said We're on the she same side. You, you keep coming at me about Citizen Sleeper and arguing with me and getting all up in my face about Citizen Sleeper. We are on the same side. We have to work together. I know we to are. So I don't know this. why you're picking it to we try and in a debate when there's obvious or choices to, to, to cull. Obvious or good choices. If we're, we're going to be talking about it in the next <laughs> section, why not just talk about one of the ones that we know are weaker picks than ones on, that who, are like We're my, not going to be talking about Citizen Sleeper in the next two. section. Come on now. <laughs> all right. We have to, we have to present this argument. We have to we have to bring him down. Well, but like, there's two of us, and we both love that game. And like, fucking Marvel Snap's still here. Like, why? Why? I don't. I don't understand why we're we're Harry, putting, we're putting into it now. The rules are the rules. <sighs> Defend it. This is not Elden Ring. I just Defend don't want to repeat myself like five fucking times. Um. Uh. Okay. Citizen Sleeper. Uh. Citizen Sleeper is, for those that haven't played it, it's by the developer of uh, In Other Waters, which is like a top-down, cool fucking alien planet uh, game that was like a kind of a, a marvel in sort of how it looked and how and being kind of experimental. Uh, Citizen Sleeper is a marvel in a lot of different fucking ways. So you are a person that's basically given up their body and implant their their brain or their consciousness in a robot, which don't aren't very, are kind of frowned upon in this world. And you are shipped and landed on this space station. And by space station, I mean like the a fucking massive one that's like a that's like a city. Uh, and you wake up, and you some guy takes pity on you and gives you a wee job. And the the start of the game is you're mostly like top down, traversing the space station, and every day you get. A certain amount of things that you can do and a certain a certain amount of uh, things that might be successful or unsuccessful they do this using dice but it can really use mm-hmm. a lot of ways like so you can give like you can get like a four a, a four a two and a, and a one or whatever four means you've got a hundred percent probability that this thing's going to be a success so let's say i go up and i and i want to try and uh i, I want to try and do some factory work for the day because i'll get to that a bit later 
That means I can slot that in. But now if I want to go and try and like gamble for some money, that probability is not going to be up so high. If I want to have a conversation and I want to like convince them of something, I've used my coins for the day and I I might fuck it up. It is a game about deadlines. One that when you're landed, you immediately realize that you're being hunted down by something called the hunter, which is like this seemingly AI that seems to be able to track you down. You've got a trace on you and like you're being hunted down to be killed. So that's deadline. So it tells you like at a certain amount of time, this thing's going to reach you. You have to figure out somehow from this time in 30 days time to get this trace off you to figure out how to get off this space station. So that's lingering. Um, You've also got a deadline for this. There's a shipment arriving in three days. Like you need to try and get that. You need to try and unlock your way to get into that, to get abilities, to get things for that. So that's one element mechanically of the game is you're moving around these things. You're trying to learn about this space station, learn about how to save yourself and what you're doing and how to do things. The other element is the characters of Citizen Sleeper, which are like so fucking well-written. Like every character you bump into on all elements of the space station are so like fleshed out. They have these gorgeous character art. And when you talk to them, like... (sighs) Everyone meets you with a certain kind of disdain, but as you kind of grow the relationship, there's a trust there, you gain different friends. But again, what's interesting about the game is like, it's very much what you have time for. It's like, I, I write about it in on, on the site, but like, a lot of it is very much a metaphor for like, how we fucking live our lives. You only have so many hours in the day and so much energy to put into certain things. So your playthrough of Citizen Sleeper will be very different from my playthrough of Citizen Sleeper. Because... You can only you only have time to talk to or get an interaction from this person. Do your day job of this thing and go and f- solve this mystery over on the other side of the space station for this thing. And it's, if you want to go, oh, but I want to talk to this person. Like you don't have time. You've got like fucking ten days left. Like you have to pick your battles. And meanwhile, your body is falling apart. Mm. So because you're a robot, you have to go and try and like make sure you're not going to die. And of course, it's a dystopian sci-fi space station. So like you have to try and pay he fucking money to try and make sure you don't die. So you've got to try and make sure you don't risk your life. Because if you say put a risky die in on your day job, you could hurt yourself. And hurting yourself isn't a fucking thing. It's like a serious thing. You have medical bills. Like it's a very real like thing for how fucking brutal life can be. And so as that goes on, that's the first half of the top down thing. The second half of what I love about the way the UI works is that there's also like an AI half to the game. Because if you picture it and you see screens of the game, you see that there's, there's a space station that you're traversing yeah. and you're seeing the character, you're chatting to folk and you're kind of slotting your dice and whatever. There's also like a flip side to this ship, which is the secret kind of undercurrent of the digital thing. Because you're a robot, you can kind of plug into the digital world of this space station and talk to the AI and what I love about Sid and Sleeper so fucking much is like they do AI in a way that I've never seen before in sci-fi. It's like they aren't kind of, oh, they're just like human beings, but they also aren't robots. They're treated like they're kind of spiritual animals. Like they're these weird, like spectral entities. And there's just, there's a part in the game where you bump into like a, a vending machine who has this very powerful AI that's had to take refuge inside it because a similar hunter that's hunting you down is hunting this thing down. You have to work together to basically like have this bizarre like action sequence where you try and fight these different spectral AI things, which is one half of the game. And generally, as you're going forward, you're unlocking parts of the space station, and 
you're working with these different threads of narratives that you yourself are choosing because you're interested in it. Like there's certain elements like I bumped into like an engineer that was like at the top was like trying to figure out how to start his own business. And he's like, do you want to be my business partner? Partner, And that really interested me. I was like, that sounds really fun to start a business with this random fucking person. Or you might go to the back with someone who's like growing plants for the first time and like discovering these seeds and like creating an ecosystem. And if that's your sort of thing, you can spend your game doing that. But there's elements of the game that I have no idea what it's like. There are, there are apartment buildings and apartment blocks you can go to where they'll say, if you spend proper time here, if you spend one of your precious slots coming here and talking to these folk and they trust you, you could get like the key to the puzzle somewhere else. They could give you a really useful thing, but you have to risk it. You have to spend your fucking time. Mm. So it's A, like an incredibly cool sci-fi story with incredibly cool characters. B, a very cool mechanical uh, kind of uh, commentary on like human life and how fucking depressing capitalism is, which is like a lot of what that kind of thing is. And B, like a cool extra thing of how they design what they think about AI and what they think about what kind of digital is and how it's kind of almost religious in a certain way. Uh, and yeah, that's why I think Sitting Sleep was easily one of the best games of the year. Um, so highlight and delete. Okay, my pick is... <laughs> I was fucking drinking, you cunt. Nah, I, I get that. Uh, that is certainly, it certainly goes on to fight another day. Harry. Um... Let me see here. If you don't pick Warzone 2 after that little fucking... Well, it's Warzone 2. It's important. It's Warzone 2 or Marvel Snap. Is, yeah. Those are the two things we have here that I'm looking at that like, I feel like are on the chopping block. And I I think we could maybe go back to Marvel Snap and go, I don't think it's as enjoyable as some of the other things that we're talking about here or as interesting things to talk That's about. That's fair. I like to root for it because I think it's like a cool thing to bat for, but everyone likes that game it's not like we're you know gonna fight for some underdog hero and uh i, I didn't play a huge amount of it but so, I think what, it's cool. so what's your pick marvel snap marvel snap all right yeah that's fine uh my pick's warzone 2 <laughs> 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 um warzone 2 is brilliant it's just unfortunate that warzone is one of the best games ever made 2020 warzone undefeated 97 bull shout out um three wins in one night three wins in a row no one ever forget that no one ever fucking forget that three wins in a row um How many? three what's the tail um, thunder <laughs> it's a joke that no one will get shout out ratch mcpherson um the yeah warzone 2 it it breaks warzone in some ways like the the waypoint system's way worse but um mm. it runs properly just about great um you can play as messy which is a huge amount of points for that. Um, and the shooting's so good, man. The winning, winning Warzone is better than anything else that, in mm. this list. But what was the thing? Oh yeah, the fucking voice proximity thing. That that oh, sounds that sounds that's okay, such a... might, I mean, Prox Chat might actually push this because Prox <laughs> Chat's the the. I wish it worked better. It works way better on PC than it does on PlayStation because on PlayStation you'll hear someone fucking talking to their maw. Like, no, I don't want fucking turkey dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you try to talk to them and they they, they like cl- clam up and shit themselves. So they talk to it just becomes like, hello, hello, <laughs> hello, you talking to me? You and then it just fucking echoes cacophonously. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's, endless uh, fucking like just content to enjoy from people fucking screwing their heads off uh, yeah. of other people involved in here, here'll tell you what. You can keep Warzone 2 if you get rid of Metal Hellsinger. 
Oh, every day of the week. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> every day of the that's week. That's rough. So I just heard I'm some not, no- not, uh, northern northern Daddy, noises. I mean, to be honest, I nominated Warzone expecting metal to go next. So that's yeah, it's rough, but. I mean, I've been. I, I'm happy for Call of Duty to get into somewhere. I'm a big Call of Duty fan. Uh, I just, I think, I'm just shite at Warzone. I think that's the reason I don't like Warzone too. I'm just bad at it. I'm just like, I'm not like Warzone is cool, but I'm not seeing like any super. For the record, I think the first Warzone is way better than Warzone yeah. too. So that that kind of defeats it. Okay, it doesn't sound like there's like a huge writing. Yeah, on like it. like I um, think I think Warzone's great, but like Warzone two, I'm not seeing any big sort of compelling argument of this is iterated on Warzone one in like the best way possible, and it's like I know, but I I feel like Metal Hellsing is a lot of I'm hearing a lot of like yeah, it's good. I don't really want to get rid of it. Whereas like if one person's like fucking Warzone two, but I I, I if it seems like something like Jordan wants to get rid of Warzone two, so if that's Hellsing is case, very then, good. It's for yeah. me, it's not like an A it's good it's a it's an incredible experience for what it like it's a bit short and a bit like diluted but it's incredible at what it's doing like i can't be like i wish there was more i wish there was more is like the ultimate compliment to it and it sounds like we want to get rid of warzone 2 yeah let's 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 send let's send warzone away Uh, so one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve the twelve are Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Ollie Ollie World, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Lego Scar... I've fucking tripped over that one every time. Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Citizen Sleeper, uh, Neon White, Vampire Survivors, Metal Hellsinger, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, God of War Ragnarok, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Why's the loot river? <laughs> it's wider than the moon. Um, okay, some def- difficult conversations coming up now. Uh, I mean, not for me personally, because I, I know how I would go with this. Um, There's two to call, so I think we're over the picking. Uh, whose turn is it? Is Jordan? Uh, went yeah, I, I, I think as Danny just said, I think we just we oh, just okay. we have we we have the chats now because we've gone through. T- so we haven't many talked about Vampire Survivors yet because I I haven't didn't say this, but I'm not like a huge fan of that game. Oh, you sound so shit at it. Um, no, but like I didn't get far, I didn't get far enough into it to like be shit at it. Like I think I understood what it was going for, and like I understood this game. You you, you play and play again, and as it builds up, it gets fucking crazier and crazier, and you have to yeah. try and like learn how to deal with how crazy and crazier it gets. But like that. Okay, let, let's have the chat because I've played fucking loads of this Vampire Survivors. If you've not played it, because people have talked about this game a lot, and I think people get the wrong idea of what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um. It's an idle RPG essentially. Like it's a it's a pixelated. Yeah, you, you you pick a character that attacks for you, and enemies swarm towards you. And like a horde mode stand up kind of way. It's like top down. Um, as you kill enemies, you get experience, and every level you go up, you get a new ability. That might be a new weapon or a new area of of effect or a new buff. And the first couple of times you play it, you're like, oh, this is fun. It's like it's like a it's like cookie clicker the RPG, but um each time you kind of leave a level pardon me you can earn characters to start as so certain characters will have certain weapons already and or have certain abilities see when you get the guy that has the garlic ability which just does passive damage and you you don't even have to wait for your character attack you can just run through the game fucking explodes because there's so much fucking these levels are massive and most people don't get to see them because they die so quickly um but what, what are you doing, Harry? That, that, is a, that is a style guide. You, you, Marvel's Midnight Sun should be all caps. Um, <laughs> it's annoying me. Continue, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the... 
the gameplay is like it's so fucking addictive. It's the perfect. It's the Steam Deck game of the year. I mean, not only because it's basically mm. the only thing I fucking played on it. I feel like um, this, this and Steam Deck are kind of being co-nominated <laughs> here. Yeah. Like, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird to talk about how cruel the Steam Deck is. Yeah, the I just think it's great. Like, it's, it's so enjoyable and there's so many emergent moments of like, okay, I got into this new room with like no health, but I leveled up at the exact right time that just pushed the enemies back enough for me to get the health to keep mm-hmm. going. Like, it's... It all kind of it, it snowballs and at the end of a run that the like flights have disappeared for me playing fucking vampire survivors I'll, I'll fucking look up and they're like ready to land like it's uh it's deceptively deep um the soundtrack's fucking banging it was like True. two quid when it came out yeah um, and they were like and i love what i love the vampires that i've devs fucking poncel poncel are oh, yeah. fucking great they've also got great like fucking they've hired good like uh uh pr and publicity people because it's kind of home run what i love is like we're raising the price from three pound to five pound yeah. it was like cool fuck it as you <laughs> should why was it three pound <laughs> yeah. in the first place and it's on game pass already so. <laughs> so, yeah exactly um have you played much i played a, a chunk of it yeah and i was i was surprised because i didn't know what it was i didn't know that the style of game that it was so when i booted it up and it's like this little little fucking pixel roguelike i was like what the fuck um yeah and i i I do it through it and i think i like it because so many elements are like out of your control but also they kind of are you don't do the combat you just have to you know do about and i i i found that really compelling um i i can't say anything about it more intelligently than like you or harry have said because it, it it is just like just moorish it's just moorish and there's a depth to it that i haven't discovered yet but i know that it's there from talking to other people about it and it's a game that you can just sit and repeat over and over again for hours or you can just play for like 15 20 minutes and you've done a run and that's satisfying as well but yeah i think it's it's really surprised me it's my big surprise of the year in a good way yeah that I wasn't expecting. Mm. I bought it because it was cheap. If it was anything over like eight quid, I wouldn't have touched it. But because it was cheap, because it was accessible, because people were were going on about it, it I I picked it up and it's it's Phil, it's Phil Spencer's game of the year, by the point, way. So. Like, whenever, whenever we talk, we never really talk about value for money on these kind of no. lists. But like, it's kind of an, it's sometimes an important element to think of, especially when games are perhaps overpriced as fuck for something too basic. But for a bunch of press wanks they wanted for free. fucking 60 quid for saints row it is i mean and they deserved it every fucking penny <laughs> Six hundred quid. again <laughs> it's a little bit different but it, i think here it it was the difference between a game being on the top 10 and us talking about it based on its price because if this was like like mm. a like a mario rapids beat we might not have touched it but because it was accessible mm. not yeah. just to buy but to play as well it was I, I think it's a triumph to be fair i think it i think it's, it's staying it's compelling. Well, I, well, I, well, I, I wasn't really like, I, I didn't find myself getting addicted to that. I want to play again, loop it again. I was like, I, I, I'm gonna have to like rank up all this stuff over and over and over again and go to things like that. And that didn't really impress me very much. But like, I'm very compelled by like this simple thing that's been made so deep and in that kind of the way people talk about it you'd think it was like a fucking billion dollar quadruple a rpg and then you get into it and it's just this wee fucking that's what i thought it's kind of thing i would download on game jolt like in like fucking 2013 the soundtrack goes fucking hard though i just need to say that like it's fucking great yeah it's very good okay um do you think it would be helpful to move some of these games into the guarantees 
laugh out loud now we're talking about the guy. Well, can I, I think we know. Can I get a can I get a vibe check on Horizon Forbidden West? It's 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 on the top ten, not very high, is my vibe. Because I really like that game, uh, and yeah, I I I remember something you said about that being like knocked really far down. I was quite surprised. Cause I remember earlier on this year that was really high up on your list, um, but I think it's like yeah, it doesn't quite. Maybe not top five, but uh, I like okay. Just to check in on that, um, I think the lock-ins are Elden Ring, Neon God White, of God of War. Um, for me, I'm gonna try and lock in Citizen as much for now at least. Like that's one. That's one I'm gonna fight for the most. I think the ones that are in flux are. Uh, the po- well, the, probably not the Pokemon's Pokemon's is, is more about ranking I feel like you guys are going to try and fight for both those to get in but maybe that's a conversation I doubt either of you are going to let one of the Pokemon games lose say, okay but. so I re- I'm really enjoying Pokemon Violet I think it personally for me it's the most compelling Pokemon to keep playing because I'm historically not a huge fan of the games and I played I played Let's Go and I played Sword and Shield and I got through both of them and then I just bounced off completely off of Arceus for the reasons that I, I mentioned earlier. But like I've been loving Scarlet just because and Violet is Violet, not Scarlet, um, by how it's presented. And but there's there's so many things in there that I think are pish, but they're very ignorable. Like the school thing, <laughs> I I get that it's a cool hub that you can go to occasionally, but like. With the characters that like animate, like yeah, like, welcome to oh. like, school. I thought it was gonna have like a like a persona beat. We make more money than where, any company. The way you could like wander around the school and talk to people, and maybe there'd be bits and pieces to do in the school. That's how it was kind of pitched. But you get there, and all you do is like click, like spam a through some fucking lessons that you don't need to pay attention to, and you come back and you take classes every so often like after you've beaten a gym or whatever like uh, but there's no reason yeah. to go to the school apart from just just pop back and do the lessons and there, there's no consequence to them really like it's really weird or at least like so far in my playthrough there's been no consequence to them and i just thought like the, 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 that I no meant... it's just like like a cool thing that you can go yeah. and do but like, there's there's no point you could just fully ignore it and i think when they were pitching it like oh it's set in a school and you can do things in the school i thought there would be more to it but you can't you can't even explore it it's just you just travel there and you go in a room and then you rack out it's it's shit (laughs) 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 that particular part of it is shit but i like i like how open the map is i like that you could basically go anywhere i like that there's lots of little crannies and shit to explore i like that there's poker stops and like the little centers everywhere where you can just kind of go to if you're kind of fucked up or you could just quit yeah they, they, they streamlined that yeah. a lot that they just instead like putting the pokemons that has been this way for a while with the pokemon center and the mart being the same mm-hmm. place but having those just out in the wild as opposed to having to go into town going to shop and all that pish um look i love scarlet and violet not just because of the absolute ridiculous amounts of money it's made vgc <laughs> um but i just think that if we think about a game that set out to do something with pokemon in an interesting way both arceus and violet did this however i think arceus is much more successful in its mission whereas the things that scarlet and violet were trying to do aren't the most interesting parts of it i think in arceus specifically the idea that it's all about catching pokemon the idea that you can catch pokemon without even going into a battle is about kind of building up the research of these um of the pokedex and i think that the things i love the most in scarlet and violet 
was that hunting of the pokemon but that's not really what like scarlet and violet is like oh i so they've got these the 18 things you need to do as in the eight gyms the fucking the the titans and the the team star bases mm-hmm. i thought the team star bases were a huge fucking disappointment yeah. like these team star bases are you you run alongside three of your pokemon that you throw out and they do the auto battling for you but it's the same thing it every is, time yeah. it's just like it's so it's so thin and then it's a battle against like a big fucking truck um i thought the titan pokemon were going to be way more interesting like the cloth one is quite funny that you just there's all these wee wee fucking crabs and you turn around and it's the size of a building and um there's another one that's kind of interesting in terms of it's called like the false dragon or whatever you're looking for one pokemon and it turns out to be this other thing that's all cool um and i like there's a few objectives that they don't tell you specifically what you're meant to do you need to read the entries you need to speak to the characters and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i think the in terms of what the changes that were made to the pokemon scarlet and violet formula eg this isn't technically a change because it was in a few other games but pokemon in the overworld that has to be the thing forever they can never go back to random battles because it, it's pokemon in the overworld is the reason that shiny hunting is so fun mm-hmm. good now but Not even Poke- shiny. pokemon legends arceus had that pokemon legends arceus looks way no, better like that, yeah. they actually <laughs> they they worked within the confines of the switch to make like a stylized world like it still runs poorly but the art is nice whereas the art in pokemon scarlet and violet is fucking awful um and yeah for, for me like i think pokemon legends arceus is a, is a far superior game as much as i really like scarlet and violet it's not like we the diamond and pedal remakes where i was like super disappointed with them still played loads of them because it's fucking pokemon but pokemon legends arceus is a legit like if there weren't for two games that are two of the best games to ever have been made, like Pokemon Legends Arceus is a fucking topper for me. You're right. I, it's a respectful argument. I just, I know that I'm personally enjoying Violet more than I did Arceus, but like the, t- the there's so much that lets it down that stops me really, really battling for it over Arceus because I appreciate what Arceus did, even though I didn't fully get on board with it when it came out. And it's the, what we were sold on doesn't really align with what the game gave us, like the school stuff yeah. and the immersive, like role-playing kind of vibe that it gave. Like, it's not a role-playing game. There's no element of, of no. character evolution or meeting people or building relationships with anyone. It's just, you, you're doing the gyms, you're doing the bases, you're doing the titans, and it's you're just ticking them off as you go. And I think what's making it really compelling for me is how they've streamlined the grind like with the auto battles and the shiny hunting it's made like it's the first pokemon game to me that feels doable like because i've never bothered to fill a dex because i can't be asked to keep doing that over and over again um after i finished a game but now it's like it feels doable to me in the time frame that i have with the game and with the campaign and the stuff to do and i think that's what's keeping me in it but it is just another Pokemon game following that formula, which really weakens it. And they didn't deliver on the the stuff that they promised would be new. Uh, as like the the person that doesn't fucking play Pokemon but has to sort of try and be a, a, a neutral party, I'm just not seeing enough arguments from Scarlet and Violet. Whereas like I quite enjoy the arguments for Arcus, and I always kind of have. Yeah. Since I've been talking about, like, it's, it's the only Pokemon game I've been tempted to buy. Actually, I played Pokemon Sun and Moon, actually, but I didn't fucking like it because I still I was like, I still don't enjoy this. But um, I just can't handle both these games on this list. If, like, 
it, it sounds like it sounds like you 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 both love playing it, but like there's just too much fucking shit caked into the sides around this thing to like compare it to Arceus yeah, and that has something more kind of grand going. I would for be it. disappointed to see a game that does what it does really well, even if it's not as all encompassing as it could be, like be booted out for something that is fun for me to play, but doesn't deliver on mm. the places that I want it to deliver. Yeah. And also to to can like to reframe this, I don't think this is an either or. Like I think Arceus is better than every game that is still on that top section. Like this is not me being like, oh, we could chuck out Arceus, maybe. Like Arceus has there is fire in my belly for Arceus that is yet to <laughs> arrive. Like I think So Hellsinger, Scarlet Violet, and Lego. Two of those are going, it seems, and then we walk away is that the vibe i'm i'm a i'm a misjudging that does that seem like where we are i think you're right i i i i would see scarlet and violet going because uh, you know i can't i can't fight for it over some better games <laughs> mm. like it's i like it but i can't just ignore the flaws because i like a thing and i think i think Arceus did a better job of being the game that it was trying to be and bringing something unique. It's why I batted so hard for Snap last year because it did something different with the, the universe. Yeah. And I've been a big advocate of like, do something different that isn't do the fucking gyms and Scarlet and Violet is just doing the fucking gyms. Sometimes you go and learn about the mechanics of the game that it doesn't tell you in a class. It's just, it's mm. not strong enough. Well, he, he, here's the thing. What do you like more, Pokemon or Metal Hellsinger? Um, I've played, this is difficult because I've played way more of Pokemon, but that's because there's way mm. more Pokemon to play. I had my time with Metal Hellsinger because it was a short game and I really enjoyed that pocket that I played, but it's not like I'm going back to like play it over and over again, like Pokemon. Can I offer you, will I offer you this poison pill then? <laughs> I... Metal Hellsinger comes off, Lego comes off, we shake hands. What, and we keep both Pokemons? Yes, I'm, I'm, now we're talking. I don't, I don't like that. I, I, I wouldn't fight that hard for it to keep it on the list. You clown. Also, oh, I, I, you also I, I like Mel Helsinger more than I would. I would. I would bat for any Pokemon fucking game. Yeah, so that's got, fine, mate. Got that's, your, that's, that's your olive branch burn then. <laughs> Every man for themselves. I, just, I, also, yeah, I also want. I want. I want. I want games for Danny to bat for here. I don't want to. There's, there's way cooler games here, and I don't many. think that we need two Pokemons. Where the, Harry hasn't played them. I'm personally enjoying violet but it's not strong enough to outplay some really good fucking games i mean that's fine it's it's two of these three i'm, I'm just like i think it's um, it's star wars and and hellsinger that's the real fight here to stay on top unless we yeah. like fuck um, off elden ring <laughs> oh, <I. laughs> did anyone really like elden well, ring you know when you really sit down uh, and you think about it yeah, if you think about the map, UI. I'd like to, I'd like to shout out uh, my orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. Fuck, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe oh, we're having the weekly pods. Is got we didn't we didn't even talk nah. about that. <laughs> what a mental time to be alive. He's actually here to present the awards when, <laughs> yes. when we get done. To him. Um, right. Okay. The list as it stands for folk listening along at home. We have one game to cut. The list in no particular order is Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Lego Skywalker, The Star Wars Saga, Fuck That Again, Citizen Sleeper, Neon White, Vampire Survivors, Metal Hellsinger, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Elden Ring, Neon White, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, and OOOH, um, which is Oli Oli World, abbreviated. 
So how many is that? Am I, my, my... We need cut one. Cut we one. one game. Citizen Sleeper. <laughs> um, Citizen Traitor. My, my thinking is like, what are the games that some of us like didn't like as much? And what are the games that like some of us actually had problems with? Because like with Star Wars, me and Danny both have problems with that game that like made mm. us not love it. Whereas like there are games that like like Oli Oli World that I fucking love to pieces, but you guys are like, yeah, I don't have any problems with it, re- really. But like, you clearly didn't like it as much as I did. Oli Oli World was kind uh, of like a diluted button city for me in that I liked what it did really well. It just sort of didn't hit in like a game of the year vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, um, I, I don't see what you saw in Oli Oli World personally. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um... And there's Marvel's Midnight Suns, which like is is really much. I think Jordan's is putting that through because me and Danny have zero frame of reference to talk about it because I think I, I think Midnight Suns is way better than Vampire and Lego. To be honest, I think that's kind of a would be because it's t- because it, it is it is a mutual list and like we do go on arguments and what things, but when one of us has played it and the other is just have no fucking reference to it, there's a lot of games like that on this list that have been cut for that reason. Like, which is I why think- we should cut Citizen Sleeper. Because me and Danny haven't mean. touched it. Danny has touched it. So like one of my games of the year, you mental head. She loves that game. <laughs> All right, it was just because you talked for forty minutes and she never said the word. I didn't realize. She, she was just passing the mic to me. She knew. I, oh, yeah. I, she knew I had a fucking buttload to rattle about it. Head on it. Yeah. Um, I did just go to script go article, read it on Overload. Okay. Uh, so, mm. you know, Jordan, it's a good. So if you want to, if you if you want to keep that game that the, the two out of the three just have fucking nothing on and you think and you think and you want to put it above these other games that you want to keep on yeah which is why we take off metal hell singer and call it a day yeah but danny really likes metal hell singer <sighs> i do and, and me and danny don't like like Star Wars very much it's real sad it's real sad because i'm i'm honestly i'm coin flippy like i love lego star wars but it doesn't have the votes so if you want to do we want to do a lego star wars dies Hellsingers 10. Um, I mean, the ranking is going to be a whole fucking other pr- conversation is, to is. have. I'm not sure we should I'm try just, and I'm do that. I'm not passionate but... about Oli Oli World being here. And I just, I can't, like, I appreciate your position, pre- but I'm yeah. not like, ooh. I much preferred the set sleep argument than the Oli Oli World argument. But uh, if it was like, if, if, it was, if it was like, ooh, gets in and it's kind of like a, but if also like all a played that number. game, none of us have fucking know what Midnight Sun's is like so like it's hard to say like like what our mutual games of the year are when it's just like what 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 jordan likes and we just have to kind of go yeah but that's also kind of a part of what this conversation's about is on arguments over things like that it's true it's a shame with midnight suns because i i'm really excited to play it and i think it looks really good well that's another element of it is if you really think you would like it uh that's another thing because i mean like it's kind of like Forgotten City last year where we were like, listen, we may not have gotten into the deep thing, but like it should yeah. be, we, we kind of think it deserves a spot on the list. Yeah, like I've, I've um, absorbed a lot around it. Like I've, I've checked out fucking gameplay and I've read reviews and I've absorbed the vibe. So, I just haven't had a chance. Sorry. Neon White's in this list twice, by the way. What's, what's happened there then? Wait, what? Neon, neon White's twice. One, two, does that mean we just have a list and we're, we're, we're not we trying to Are we just chatting shit? Have we just got a list? No, we've got more Wait. than 10. Cut Neon White. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, okay, eight, one. nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, we've got one to cut. Got one to cut. Fucking hell. Yeah, like it, 
it's uh, all Lolly Worlds is a tough one because I feel like there isn't a passion there, and like there's not negatives there, but there's not positives. But like, because we all liked Metal Hell Singer, right? Like, I guess there's like, I guess there's more also to say about Star Wars that you can like argue is an impressive thing, like scope wise and what it does. I also um, think Star Wars is significant for when you put it in the context of the rest of the Lego games and the rest of Star Wars games generally and the whole element of kind of reverence for like to unite a fandom that all hate each other for different reasons behind a game that everyone's just like mm. yeah it's good prequel stuff yeah it's good sequel stuff yeah it's good OT stuff and we're all kind of like it is a it is a Star Wars celebration TM yeah. um yeah. Hear me out. Take away Oli Oli World, but sub back in case of the Golden Idol. Rehab the conversation. It's dead, I'm afraid. It's in the bin. I had a pretty good argument for that game compared to Oli Oli World, but you, you guys See, like, here's, here's some behind the scenes strategy. I didn't touch that because I thought that was going to be a screamer later on. Like, I, I was surprised the swiftness with which that left this moth mm. coil. Um, um, take Oli Oli World off bring back golden idol and warzone 2 right <laughs> <laughs> we just keep adding more on uh i like i like this list i'll take all the early world off let's do it, it that's a, that's a i'll do it myself it's a worthy sacrifice all the early world smash cut to fucking three hours from now when it's like i killed him i killed all the early world <laughs> i mean you know one of you guys killed off one of the pokemon which i'm happy for if 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 there was two pokemons on this list there's no fucking chance i'm letting go of all the early yeah. world but, um, uh, okay, with two hours and 45 minutes on the recording, five o'clock, GMT. Is it still GMT? Yes, I don't know. GMT. Our list is, in no in particular order, order, <laughs> <in> order. <laughs> Pokemon Legends Arceus, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Citizen Sleeper, Neon White, Vampire Survivors, Metal Hellsinger, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West. That was a. I fucking love doing this. It's so much fun doing this. I wish there was a list of fifty games more frequently than once a year to do this with. Um, Let's do movies. Will, oh yeah, what what films have I seen this year? Uh, Matilda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what you're gonna say? The one musical that came out. That's that. That's there. That that's squared away. Yeah. Okay, we are going to take a break, and then when we return, we will number this list from ten to one crowning the second ever Overload Game of the Year. Welcome back. How are those few seconds for all of us here? Uh, it was by. good. Yeah. I had some food. Uh, I, I've got something I kind of want to throw in there. It's a little wild card. Oh, okay. To... Not, <laughs> okay. Not, not, not a game, not a game, not a game. Okay. Um, I want everyone to write down privately what they think the top five is going to be. That's fucking mental. I had I had that the idea, same idea as but me. with but with the ten. But yeah, the five makes more sense. Um, five, I think, could be manageable. Because ten's yeah. a lot of work. But uh, okay. the top, not not the one you want. The one you think is going to be happening at the end of this of this mm -hmm. recording session. Okay. Um. Welcome back. We have whittled down forty-eight games to ten. Those ten games, in no particular order, are Pokemon Legends Arceus, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, Citizen Sleeper, Neon White. Vampire Survivors, Metal Hellsinger, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Forbidden West. Um, I'm, I'm going to take up Harry's challenge at the moment. Um, okay, I think I've got it. 
Oh, you want us to do it? All right. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a wee it's a wee it's a wee it's a wee internal bet. How to approach this? I think that Lego Star Wars and Metal Hellsinger are battling it out for nine and ten. Um, I agree with that. Hang on, I'm just writing this list down. Yeah, I think. Well, I think we can probably put things right. into like area of quadrants. Like we can put things into top, middle, and, and okay. I am bottom. moving Elden Ring and God of War to the bottom. Yeah, uh, mid tier. To be fair, yeah, mid. Uh, I am putting. <laughs> Keep them guessing. I think hell and. Okay, what if we just right? I'm going to. Number ten Lego, number nine Val- uh, Hellsinger. Does anyone argue with that? Well, yeah, I think that I, works. Yeah, I, I we yeah. Can, we, we can always do passes, but yeah. Yeah, ten. You've got we've got we've got to start establishing where these games are going to go. At now, least for obese, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Vamp eight. I think. Uh... I. <sighs> How, how what's the vibe on Forbidden West? Because I'm a noted I think Horizon, Horizon is mid. clone. Yeah. And I'd like I think Forbidden West was cool, but I don't think there was anything wild about it. How much so did you I'm... play of it, Harry? Uh, loads. I mean I I've I've got like two thirds of into the game. I'm like I've not at, I'm not at the Forbidden West yet. I got mm. from the east <laughs> through the desert bit and I'm about to get to like the fucking, you know. Uh, yeah. watery bit uh and i'm not quite there yet but I, i've lo- i've loved that game yeah I, I i really like that game too i'm not sure that's i don't think there's the votes to get that this far down at this point i think it's I th- vamp and midnight suns that are honestly on just just because of not about midnight suns out of bad game but because yeah it's hard to i, I, I kind of it. agree that it's potentially vamp eight midnight suns seven what do you think danny <sighs> want to fight for vamp more i don't want to fight for vamp more i thought we'd be fighting for midnight suns more to be honest i just i, I just don't know if it has the i think jordan might like a lot of these game, other games again this can more. be re, this can be reordered like yeah. we might be arguing the top three and then someone goes c, c six and five what we yeah. <laughs> in case the golden idol let's put let's bring that <laughs> put that somewhere uh yeah Slime let's, let's two Eight? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> let's put that. Yeah, let's put that there. Let's put fucking Vamp and Midnight Suns there. Then you can go Forbidden West. I like this. We're, we're, get, we're getting a baseline. And then you've got a top five. Forbidden West. Okay. Oh, right. the, okay. the current the current tentative list. Number ten, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Number nine, Metal Hell Singer. Number eight, Vampire Survivors. Number seven, Mar- Marvel's Midnight Suns. Number six, Horizon Forbidden West, leaving us with Neon White, Citizen Sleeper, Pokemon Legends Arceus, God of War, and Elden Ring. I mean, right. having Neon White and Citizen Sleeper in the top five is already fucking massive. Yeah, where, where, where they should be. <laughs> I didn't think they'd both get into the top ten. Am I the top five? Nah, I, fucking lo- I fucking love Neon White. There was, there, was mo- we- there was momentum behind Big Neon. We've not even talked about it. We've not said it's anything about neon white we, we should lay this down explain why it's here there's a there's a, there's three games here that we haven't talked about at all yeah th- this podcast and they're uh top three material i mean elder ring and god of war like every cunt's been talking about those all year but neon white is a slide for us i think 
No, it's a cool fucking game. I was just playing it on on the break. We I think uh, I played two games. I played Neon White, and I played I played the level rush mode that you unlock when you beat the game in, in Neon White, where you just they just give you every fucking level on shuffle. Yeah, I was just like a here's a fucking blitz on what that game's like, and that game is fucking sick. I think five and four are Pokemon and Citizen, but I don't know where they what the what the battle is there. I think you're right. Do, 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 uh, I, uh. That's rough because we would bat. We both have batted really hard for Citizen Sleeper, and Jordan's only batted for Arceus. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got two on Citizen Sleeper. Um, you've got two on Citizen Sleeper. You've got like not a lot of. You've got Danny swinging at some with like real points at Arceus, but why they didn't like that game. But some also really great points in Jordan about why that game's great. Um, I think, like, based on the battle, I think it is probably Pokemon then Citizen, as in five four. I would I would accept that as a. Let's put it down. A, yeah, let's let's. Have nothing set in stone. See see the people that are etching this in stone right now. Citizen one. Fucking chisels down. Citizen one. Fucking JJM one. Look at this list. <laughs> Where's all your pish? <laughs> Okay. Danny, do we even like Elden Ring that much? It's a bit fucking. That's a conversation to have three <laughs> hours into the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into Elden Ring, right? Mm-hmm. I fucking love Elden. Let's just talk about how good Elden Ring is for a bit. It's it's like it's, it's the fucking game of the generation. Like it's it's barely started, and it's the game of the fucking generation. Elden Ring is like I often talk about how like. If you could objective, if you could do objective game reviews, GTA Five would be objectively the most game, um, and I think because sure. the the level the level of graphics, the level of writing, the level of shit you can do in it, all that stuff, the way it innovated when it came out, I think Elden Ring is like the next in that lineage to take a genre that is so fucking boring, that being the open world game, into just be like, see these action games that we defined for a generation, we're going to make an open world game. And it's like the best open world game ever made. Like it's, it's how much have you played it? Because I've, I've I fucking finished it in in my pursuit of happiness. Really not enough. I mean, I, I've 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 got I like I feel like I'm at like the third main area, whatever the fuck that is. But I've also explored loads of the map that I shouldn't be at yeah. according to the logistics of Elden Ring because that's just what you fucking do. Um, but I've like. I explored quite a fair bit on my travels. I've gone through the fucking the academy. I'm at like the the. Academy Have you found banner. the cunts with the big heads? The, um, the magician cunts with the big. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually at those. Heads. I'm at, I'm yeah. at those dickheads now. Yeah, those those, those are those are um, annoying. Um, but I think what what impressed me about Elden Ring is just the there is an assumption in open world games that there is things that you go to and, and and things to fill the space, and then the rest is sort of just empty. And you sort of travel around that. It's like, oh, it's like wide open fields and things that look quite pretty. Elden Ring's like, fuck you. There's everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. Good all movie. at once. Mm-hmm. There we go. Movie the year. Uh, I think the reason I didn't play much Elden Ring is because I, bow- I, I get bored of Souls likes. Like, is it because you're shit at the combat? Is that the question? That's that's the reason why I like Elden Ring quite a lot. Quite a lot, I mean, because like it's everyone says how fucking mentally hard Elden Ring is, and it is. But also, it's very forgiving in how it's changed some of its mechanical stuff compared to other games. Like, um, for example, like the fact that you can there's more 
it, it just feels more freeing. The fact that you can move more, you can fucking jump. You got an horse. You got a bloody horse. Mm. The fact that also that you can like you refill your flask when you come back to a rest point. Was that there before? Yeah, that's that's how it's worked. If you if you get to a rest point, but the yeah, you get to a rest point, you fill your flask, but the enemies return. But the the main thing is like, yeah, you can you can go away and you can stack up and level up in other areas and like find a random hall in the wall which leads to like a whole fucking dungeon of things which then leads to another thing and if you if you if you roll through this wall and then roll through another wall did we all see that same tiktok clip because yeah. like i don't know if you've seen it that way, but like I, it blew my mind because i'm gonna admit something i've always thought that the that the trick walls were just a troll and none of them were real <laughs> <laughs> amazing because every time i see the message it's like fake wall roll through it i'm like and then because maybe i think it's the first time i did it i did it and it wasn't a real wall and i was like haha very funny so now like in in bloodborne and when i played through elden ring every time i walk up to it, i'm like i'm like i'm like i'm like oh fake wall roll through i'm like haha won't get me and i've missed like a whole section of the map and like a bunch of fucking treasure because i refuse to look foolish to nobody it's not like anyone's gonna see me do this but i refuse to roll that wall um anyway i'm, off, I'm getting off of a fucking tangent um have it have your tangent mate there's there's so much to go and explore but like it is very aimless like, you know like when i when i went back and into it today having not played it in months like there's absolutely fucking no way to dig in what you're doing especially when it comes to like that's not this true NPC it, stuff. it literally like, tells you where to go it tells but, you like roughly the direction you're going, but not like what you were doing. Like, mm. la- is there anything you want to try if you and follow track? The, like, if you follow the direction of the the light, you will yeah. get to the like. I think that's actually one of the things that it greatly improves cool. on a, 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 upon like uh, but, previous Souls games. Like, it tells you where the critical path is and invites you to go and do other things in like, the macro. But in the micro, you're still like doing a, a lot of um, fucking walkthroughs and guides and looking up stuff to figure out like where things are or if like there's like a a, a random character that wants you to do a thing like good luck see i, I really didn't that. find that the case and i li- I literally did not have the option to do a, a walkthrough or anything like that and i thought that the way that it the only <clears throat> the only thing that i think it could actually take from other open world games is the a bit more in your journal about like side characters you've talked to and not even like mm. a quest indicator or anything just be like the last time you spoke to them they wanted you to do x yeah um but that is like like that is some of the it took all the stuff from open world games that are terrible and pure raw about them and actually some of the ways that like <laughs> recontextualized forbidden west for me is not as good and made it be like you don't actually need any of this like if the gameplay is good enough that the game will hang on that and also like it was not it's not been t- spoken about yet but the fucking art in that game and the fucking was, design yeah. of the world is just ridiculous mm-hmm. like it's, yeah i was it's gonna come and swing in for that because i played maybe like 10 12 hours of elden ring because i'm historically not a, a fan of those games that are like dark souls or bloodborne or sekiro and i don't really play like single player games with on a harder difficulty because i'm there to just blast through them so I didn't. I really didn't get on with Elden Ring, but I watched Jack play through the whole thing, and the fucking design and the bosses are just Mental. phenomenal. Like they're yeah. incredible. Like I, I was fucking gutted that I couldn't mm-hmm. like get to grips with actually playing it because watching it was like it's a fucking marvel of design. 
can't. I honestly think that kind of that is kind of the one the thing that the the George R. R. Martin thing kind of brings to it because it brings a it brings a kind of pretty pretty fantasy to the world that wasn't really there for Souls like Souls like. I think they're very they're they're, they're very pretty games but they're very fucking depressing dismal fucking dark foggy castles or yeah. in bloodborne's case a very gothic blood drippy fucking very carrion like thing the, the wettest <laughs> game you've ever seen yeah, with elder ring it's like it's 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 beautiful landscapes and environments to ride a weed fucking horse ride yeah. right yeah. and then you, then you'll turn up at some area where a bunch of dutch windmills and all these freaks are going like <laughs> just dancing like yeah it doesn't i don't get how they've made that game how they've went from dark souls to now producing like six games in a row elden ring looks like a game that should have taken like 15 years like it's yeah. fucking it's an it's, it's an absurd kind of um achievement and the the bosses are the best they've ever been they are like some of the so there's all the secret bosses as as the case as in the case and and on all these games and some of them like you go into this basically mc escher world where there's hundreds of like world win- whirlwinds and shit like that and you go down this wee path and there's like a, a graveyard for dragons and you lie in one of the graves and one of the dragons fucking bursts alive and you have to fight this like 500 foot tall fucking skeleton dragon. It's like, that's, yeah. that's, your, that's your fucking Miyazaki for you. The cunt's off, he's not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was a... It's very hard to poke holes in Elden Ring for me. Um, I know people on PC had like performance problems at the start, but I never... like I yeah. played on PS5 and I never really had a had an issue with it like the yeah elden ring I is a i think i have i think it's most been fine for me it's it's it's, it's fucking sick um, we've, we've got to the point where we're talking about very good pardon me thought of kebabs yeah it's very um, hard we're talking to about very good games game. like yeah. it's just it's fun to so much fun to fucking explore all the different stuff especially with the horse that you can double jump around like it just feels <laughs> like you're, you're kind of invited to f- mess around and to go oh, around weird ways like yeah. which is the I thing i really like about games one of the reasons i like neon white is also a game that invites you to kind of fuck around and try different things um and I, yeah everything is just impossibly deep and maybe that is like that was just fucking too overwhelming for me to like play <laughs> because like it's like oh you can go anywhere and everything has everything and it's like okay. there's probably there's probably 10 bosses in every direction yeah um but uh, yeah there's I, one I, boss I had... where you go out to like you go out to the the, the desert like in the bottom right hand corner of the map mm. and then you you spirit summon like 15 guys and it becomes this big raid battle against this massive boss that's on a tiny horse like the boss <laughs> is a billion foot tall but he's on like a human sized horse and he, <laughs> yes. he, sh- he fucking shoots meteors out the sky at you and i'm just fucking playing the first time i played this i was like what is going on <laughs> and it's just it's fucking full of that shit man it's it's such yeah. a crazy game to play Elden Ring for the first time again. What a, what a treat that would be! Um, like but but knowing them, they've probably got Elden Ring two ready in three years' time. They're like, "Yep, another one off the block. Go ahead." Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's just like there is a weird like impossibility to how it's made. It's like there's one one thing where like the developers of that game do seem like odd, like bizarre entities, especially in the way that's fucking Miyazaki stuff is like all that stuff's written and how it's designed. Like it's just the most bizarre like yeah what what are you get understand that i don't like what, what what's going through your head to make he's this taking stuff? that he's taking that pill from limitless he's yeah, he's, yeah. he's unlocked like fucking a hundred fucking things um yeah i don't know fucking elder ring's good 
So Curse of the Golden Idol. Um, <laughs> Case of the Golden Idol. Not Curse of the Golden Idol. Curse of the Billy Idol. I've got something I want to say to the group. Okay. Right. What? So when you all said, you know, get some snacks and drinks for the podcast, mm-hmm. I forgot to. Cunt. And I was like, but I've got some snacks in the flat, I'm sure. I do. But the only option I had is Pringles. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, so that's going to be my food of choice for the next fucking 10 minutes before we lock this in. Um, Neon White God of War Elden Ring. Neon White Elden Ring God of War. The trio. I, I hate to say it, but Elden Ring is, it is, it is fucking a ball here. I think Elden Ring's better than God of War. A ball hair, and it is just because. And if it's a ball hair, and if you think it's it's a ball hair for you, and it's a group list, we're all gonna like God of War more. Am I wrong, Danny? Right. So Neon Tell- White's in third, right? Because yeah. let's just think, lock that I, in. I think just because the story's <laughs> annoying, like like the people are annoying. And there's nothing we can really poke in the in Elden Ring and God of War, and. I think Neon White's fucking brilliant. I think it's absolutely incredible. You know, it's like, it's flashy when you get into that flow state, when you get all the mechanics, when... It would just be a better game if it was, like, wireframed and didn't have any of these annoying fucking characters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it looks amazing. Like, this fucking weird, like, like high-tech hacker heaven core thing they've got going on. It, like, it mm-hmm. looks so cool. It has this UI that, like, something you draw for, like, a fun student project. It's like, this is actually what it fucking looks like. Uh, it looks mental, but uh, and I don't think the story is like terrible. Like, I think the actual story itself is perfectly fine to go along to. But I think the tone of how these anime lads talk is a little bit much. And mm. talking about fucking simping over stand and over all sort and oh, it's tough. It's a fucking medical. I like that game as much as I do. I know. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I genuinely think that this is a list where is like three to ten or one tier and then one and two are at the fucking super heavyweight title fight away in the yeah. fucking different galaxy mm-hmm. um well so. i didn't like red redemption 2 i feel like that was like the god of war red redemption 2 thing um red redemption 2 is fucking amazing neon white yeah. was great because like of that i can't remember a time where a game has turned my entire like social circle just fucking feral like that month we had of just trying to batter each other's scores on steam you guys are so so lucky i didn't play it then you would have been you wouldn't have had a fucking conversation (laughs) i've got an ace medal in every single level in that game and like a red medal that fucking blasts past the ace medal they don't (laughs) tell you about and like loads of other ones disgusting yeah it was it was fucking great that whole period and i can't think of a game that's actually like done that for ages the competitive fucking yeah, brain like the, there's a second half to every level of of, of neon white it's like you've mm-hmm. got a, a very fun uh race to try and kill all the demons and get and get to the, the goal which is can be challenging by itself in a lot especially late game like you, you can die quite easily but to have like to figure out okay what's the trick here is like oh i can actually like duck under this whole building and get like skip half level by doing this yeah um especially the levels when like you don't need there's the levels where you don't need to kill any of the demons like you just can those are the best past. for me like I, I also love the ones that you're you launch off a building do like a fucking quick 
cod 360 no scope to mm-hmm. catch one of them on a perfect frame and then you keep yeah. going like that stuff is really satisfying yeah neon white is a it's an absolutely tremendous game like it's so it's also a very good steam deck game um but if you it's a good steam deck game if you're willing to get like the platinum medals but if you're if you're if you're competing with absolute virgins you, you want go on that mouse and keyboard. you gotta get on the mouse and keyboard you gotta do yeah. the fucking flicks the the, the, good r- stuff. the rest action um but yeah <laughs> love neon white what a good game um again, do we have a problem with like stories man 10 to 4 uh n- no genuinely I, no i think <laughs> like have we, have we done that <laughs> yeah I, th- I, I think it's uh i always predicted that i thought that the 10 would be a bit easier than the fucking like, f- 50 to 10 that we did bizarrely from like 7 to 10 i couldn't really give a fuck about these games partly because have played half of them the other half i'm like um not too into so it's not like i've got like a horse in the fight there forbidden west i think it's cool i'm glad i'm fucking glad i'm repping for it because i love that game but like doesn't do anything as interesting as the ones above it uh sleeps above arceus which means it's a fucking dub for harry mitchell uh i mean you got, so, in the you, got, you, got mud. you got so many fucking games killed in that last my plan all along i couldn't give a fuck about those games tunic it was shite man <laughs> we we fought it's a wee fox yeah it's, it's boring he jumps he jumps through the he window <laughs> ollie, ollie ollie world that was a fucking ruse that game's like so fucking mid i right, tell that to the, tell that to the fucking teals that were ejaculating out your face when that got killed um uh right, it's, a, it's, a super, it's, a, it's a super heavyweight title fight um here's the, the things that i think let go of the war down which i think is the possibly the best playstation game ever it's going to go to the war. And this is something that um, I didn't notice until someone pointed it out, but once they pointed it out, I couldn't not notice it. There are the bones of this being a PS4 game all over that game. Mm-hmm. Like, the the limited scope of the actual areas you're playing in, the amount of times you have to go, like, to the sure. wall, the, the stuff that would separate it from... Because the entire thing about PS5 is massive levels, all that shit. That stuff it's a shame that it's not there um that being said it's pr- probably the fucking best looking game ever made like it is, it is- I, I, I don't know i think i disagree with that i think that those ps4 things actually assist what god of war does which uniquely is a very tight game it's trying to keep you on a level on pace it, it, it lets it lets you it lets you expand let you grow up but like it doesn't want you to be fucking running around doing like like it kind of wants you on a track which can be it's a downfall for it especially when it's like hey you seen that that bucket up there you've got to fucking knock that down lad and it's like fuck me mamir let me get into it because they want to keep you moving through like a bit of a train yeah but i don't i don't think this is that though i think this is very much technical limitations because like Mm. there's nowhere else to go i am going forward i'm on the side of a cliff but because the next area hasn't loaded i have to like go my way around the side and plus it, it it already flirts with big levels like the big open sand area which doesn't really have much in it apart from a few like a few of those fucking crows i'm so glad i got all of them um and obviously the the fucking try, the fucking lake of nine um stuff like i think there is there is moments in this where it's very obvious that they had to be like so when you're climbing up the side of the kind of red sandstone area with tier Mm. so much of that is the 
like the worst part of that game which is the fucking uncharted climbing of there's not i'm not really doing anything here i'm just You're going just up the way yeah and that is pure um like memory usage that's pure like right this next level this next area which is a big area with the the angels or whatever has to load in and it can't it could happen instantly on the ps5 but we can't because we're doing it on ps4 like as i said my fucking review of this game could not be more glowing mm-hmm. pardon me but like if we're going between if we're going the nitty-gritty i understand yeah, yeah. and i have said like i said that's when we we're talking about the vgc game of the year i think it is whichever way you do this is one and one a like it's fucking there's like an nth of a percent between the two mm-hmm. but my my two cents is that what elden ring kind of represents as a as a perfection of the defining genre of the last 10 years which is the souls games um and kind of the populous genre of open world games making the best one of those ever it's like that is that's significant in a way that kind of transcends what is an amazing game with some um minor setbacks saying that fucking story in god of war is so good Chris Judge. see this this is my point this yeah. is my point because you're saying about how it's limited it has a limitation because it's playing for ps4 it's tiny no tiny but, but, but you're right that is a limitation but what better can we praise can we give a game using what they use with the limitations and how they counteract it and what they use with that is cool we, that means we have to have downtime where the characters are moving through boring environments let's make one of the best fucking written stories ever made so every time you're listening to the characters talk you're craning in and you want to hear the interaction between these characters and those times where like you know creators and traders are climbing together or which with freya or with whoever like you're like it's becomes you you shut off because you're listening to how much they flesh out these characters and every little inflection or kind of poke or kind of like maybe small joke is like so grabbing in a way that you know Elden Ring doesn't have that I think Elden Ring has that has the mechanical and has the scope and has the gameplay win but like a lot of a lot of the reason that people enjoy things most is when they have an emotional attachment and when they have a story attachment to it and I think God of War swings that every single pass at you when you're involved in what you're doing when you feel gripped in what you're doing when you feel like you are the character or you're protecting the character and that the, this moment means something I think that resonates stronger than an Elden Ring, which, like, I think it, the moments are incredible because they're just incredible by themselves. Mm-hmm. But in God of War, they're incredible for a reason, for, like, a story reason as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about it there, and I was like, oh, yeah. Um, if I, w- I won't tell people to listen to this because they should really listen to it in context. But, Harry, have you got to when it's all about to happen, when you're about to have the last big battle? No, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm getting there. Is, there is the best sound, tr- like the best musical track in any game ever. Like it is fucking, it is, it is the fucking end of end game with everyone coming in, levels of fucking hype. And um, Bear McCreary just went fucking crazy on it. Um, By the way, we've got to say that, that context. Me and Danny have not finished the game, God of yeah. War. Like mm. I've been playing, the reason I've I've dropped a lot of homework for giving the years here because I've been just chugging along playing Ragnarok. That game's fucking yeah. big. And I think me and Danny talked about it and we get, we came to the same conclusion, which is like, I've been, I've been not finishing it because I've been playing like a lot of the side stuff that's like oh, just as good as the brilliant. main stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. 
all this, like, oh, I'll try a side mission. It becomes like one of the most incredible quests I've ever been on in my fucking it's like, life. It's <laughs> like Witcher 3 tier. Like you, you think you're doing one thing and then you've spent six hours doing something completely different. Like it's... And like all the quest stuff, you still get like moments where people, you, you get in, inflection to the character. Like very early game, one of the first things you go to is like one of the side things is fucking helping Mimir like um, free this creature that the previous self like trapped, yeah. dealing with his like guilt about his past and whether... You mm-hmm. deal with your mistakes and all this stuff, and it's like, again, like that narrative is clung to everything, and that is like the absolute, which is why the fucking Eric Williams, I think, directed the fuck out of this game, uh, and why the the writing is such a, a key to it. But like, back to my point, uh, we played so much of the side stuff, and me and Danny went, we could finish this if we powered through just the main quest stuff, maybe a load of difficulty options to just blast through it. But I think that would just kind of wreck our our own quest of how we move through this game. Like, I feel like, you know, Kratos and Atreus going on those side quests to kind of bond a little bit more and do all those things mm. is so good. I so think... that's, I thought... Anyway. Um, this, is, this is a really fucking rough one because I'm, I'm 100% with you. I'm in God of War for the story and for the character development and for the narrative more than the gameplay, um, which is how I play games anyway. And I think the combat is absolutely fantastic by itself, Um, but it's the story that we're kind of there for. But one thing that really swayed my kind of thought on how to assess what a sequel is doing was from playing last of us one and two earlier in the year and i started to think about how the jump from one to two compares to the jump between god of war and ragnarok and that kind of like diminished it a little bit for me because you're still very much in the same kind of worlds and doing the same kind of stuff and there's obviously new story beats and new characters and stuff but i don't think it makes the jump in the way that last of us two did and no, I, 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 do, I do agree with that. But although, to be fair, that, seems that like was... like an unfair comparison. I feel uh, like there's a no, lot of time like and like a generation and like a console jump as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there could have been a console jump between mm. those these two mm. games, but there there isn't. Like, the 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 jump... The Last of Us was, like, basically the last big game on PS3, and then Last of Us Part Two was in, like, 20, 2020. So it was a mm. fucking... It was a, it was a long-ass time. And yet, I do get that. The... The first couple hours of God of War, and a lot of people have said this to me, they're like, it's, it's slow, I'm in the same area as I was in in the first fucking game, like, what's going on here? Mm. And then, or rather, the first little bit, then fucking Thor and Odin turn up, and Odin <gasps> yeah. is, like, the, a fucking unbelievable character, like, he's, I like, know. fucking he's, George Carlin I and Tony just, Soprano, like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly giddy for when he gets on screen, the fucking, his performance and how mm-hmm. they did that character is so fucking good yeah, so, yeah. It, it was him a friend of the show hamish black said um uh odin and atreus is like when bart joins fat tony's mafia like <laughs> and it's like that's fucking that's absolutely perfect like it is that stuff is brilliant and also i don't know how like there's there's bits in the late game where you get to meet like for you hang about atreus hangs about with thor's daughter for a while and they have like a whole separate fucking side story about how Thor's daughter relates to Thor and the expectations of being part of that big family and stuff like that. It's just... And like 
having an alcoholic father and all this sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, big fucking bar fight is like one that of was the sick. Like, fucking oh amazing sequence. Like, Thor yeah. is like steaming out his nut and still defending you, just kind of going like that with like random punches and throwing shit across the bar. Like it's. But no, like I think I think it's actually a really fucking good sequel in the terms of like being a sequel and what a sequel means. Like yeah, yeah. And, and like you're ret- you are returning to you're getting new areas. You're returning to areas in a different light because it's like we've been here before yeah, we yeah. know what we're doing and we're going like almost backwards sometimes like oh wait, we were here before doing this it feels like the world's more lived in now um and secondly it's i think it's how well the characters work that they've nailed a, a, a sequel because i think Kratos and atreus's relationship and how they wrote that is such a is generally it is as important as a motor factor in terms of like you know the levels and the, the mechanics are out and things like that because i think it so could have easily just reset back to like critters and atreus and they're back to just fucking fighting or trying to get a thing and yeah. or a new thing comes in that's with them that they're now having a tension point now but no like they're still tense but you have earned a love and a, and, a, and a respect from the first game where they are now more open with each other and they like they talk to each other and they compliment each other and like that is feels so fucking good and that you feel like moving from the first game you feel like it's like a new type of conversation that they're always having um we have like a new we have this we have new like mechanics and i think what is important is you, mm. you do well we don't want to spoil huge things you, you do play as atreus which is kind of what we did might have blew my fuck so so peek behind the curtain here i had the game fucking well early so when i've been doing this recently for the send you the game like a month early and say you can preview it after a week and you can review it after three weeks mm-hmm. um the preview period um is the the sequence up until you rescue tear straight after that you play as atreus and i was like you motherfucker <laughs> genius like when it was my favorite moments in games are one um cut scene becomes action which yeah i know exactly mm-hmm. what you're fucking gonna say so when when it was just fucking sindri and atreus I was like, I, I fuck, they're fucking doing it. There's, there's, yeah, there's, there's two of them here. They they always make you go in twos, so you have like an extra an extra character for the combat. Yeah. And then when it was when you started playing as Atreus, I was like, is this just going to be a walking? It sequence? just sinks in. And then when the, the camera fucking, just like slowly moves, I was in, like, and then even if this is just a walking sequence, this is fine. Maybe it's just a puzzle sequence. Then when it fucking pulls out of the bow, and I realized there were slots for multiple fucking upgrades. It's like you're gonna play, you're gonna play as Atreus for fucking ages. There's gonna be loads of Atreus in this. And he, here's the thing: that's cool in itself. What is better and more impressive is that they're just as fun. Like yeah. every game that lets you play other characters, Spider-Man, for example, playing as Miles Morales or playing as Mary Jane. These 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 sequences where you get to play like a side character or a thing for story reasons. For many reasons, they're obviously not as good. Like, mm-hmm. they're often the stealth yeah. sequences. They're often the thing. And Atreus, because he's always been the kind of the weaker one, the one that creates is protecting, you expect that he's more vulnerable. But, like, no, he's fucking grown up. He's become a badass warrior. And when he plays Atreus, it's so much fun. Like, it, it they've, they've added a bunch of mechanics that work just for his bow. It feels... Like he's proper powerful and has all these fucking magic abilities and shape shifting and all this sort of stuff. And to have those all the sequences with uh in Asgard just be genuinely as equally as exciting as the ones with Kratos, sometimes more, it's like that's such a fucking feat in itself, man. It was so good how they did that as well, because when you first 
moved to Atreus and you're doing that bit going to see Freya with Sindri, all you've got really is like the bow and it feels a little bit weak. Like you're coming off playing Kratos with the axe and the fucking swords and shit being like hyper powerful. And then you're kind of just like a little bit weak, like fucking pinging arrows at people. And then like you start to develop and then suddenly he can fucking like like summon a, a stag and like charge into cunts and like turn into a fucking wolf and shit. And it's like, he's getting these abilities as he's learning about them and you're playing them as he's learning about them, which I think is a really cool way to do it. They've not just given you him like, oh, he feels a bit shit compared to Kratos. It's like, no, he's like on his own journey that he's learning about and you're getting to experience his development as as you run through and play with him. And I think that was really cool. Because yeah, at first fully... I was like, oh, this is a bit shite. I'm just fucking firing arrows and like getting my ass kicked. But then he gets more and more shit. And that was that was real cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and like the fact that every you understand where every single character is coming from. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you play it, it feels even more so. Like there's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's so perfectly written and directed for all those things that like it just adds to every element of the game. It just makes it elevated in a certain way um and one of the collectibles is literally just wee poems that all have to do with other playstation exclusives which i fucking is love. that true i don't find so so you look for kavassier's poems yeah and, and it'll be like retellings of the stories of horizon and bloodborne and death stranding that's and really these cool. like and these poems and the covers are all like like one of them's astro one of them's like the the, the logo from horizon and stuff like it's all fucking that's jordan it's, midler bait right there. oh it, it really is it's quite, <laughs> that is that's they did although they did one for fucking days gone i was like fucking uninstall, uninstall this game no i i am fine with that um god of war on a different day i'd have been like oh, i fucking it is god of war but like yeah the god of war is a a special game and considering how it ends i am very excited to see what comes next okay yeah this is this is sorry i was just going to jump in because i i come i was with you when you were like elden rings a ball hair above above god of war i was like hmm yeah i could yeah i could fuck with that because i didn't play a lot of it but it's just on another fucking level in in its design and its its world and its fucking nonsense like i i loved it like visually so much but I think in the trio, the trio that we've got here. Oh yeah. Like the literal God of War cast, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really are the God of War cast. It is fucked up how much we are the God of War cast. Insider trading at this point. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, it me. just it swings it. Also me and Sid, me and or me and Jordan are Sindri and Brock. Yeah. <laughs> that that's also a good Halloween. Um you oh, can be that the other lassie fucking Linda whatever her name is, Danny. Um, not even you fucking you, there. You, you need to finish this fucking game, man. Like, oh my god. That's the thing. Like, I could have finished it last night, but I would have been just speed running the story, and it was I so good. I don't, don't want to speed run you're, it. You're, you're quite far away. It would have taken a long fucking time. Oh, uh, okay, he, 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 here is the do list have, as it currently stands. Sorry. Lego Star at number ten. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Number nine's Metal Hellsinger. Number eight's Vampire Survivors. Number seven, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Number six, Horizon Forbidden West. Number five, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Number four, Citizen Sleeper. Number three, Neon White. Number two, Elden Ring. And number one, God of War, Ragnarok. 
I want to find a hole to pick at it, but it's it it's clean. Like it's it's super clean. Move Arceus up too. Call it a day. Listen, Act Two and Three of Inscription are actually really good when you think about it. Oh yeah. What a game that fucking no one remembers. It's fucking disappeared like a wet fart. Whereas the Returnal Army, the fucking Returnomaniacs are still running wild. We're getting a fucking PC port, baby. Come on. Uh, uh, let's put Vampire Survivors up. Fucking, that game's cool. I've played... Nah, I, I don't even mean it. I don't even mean what yeah, I'm saying. We're, we're overcomplicating it. Yeah. Above Midnight Suns, maybe swap them around. No, Midnight Suns is better than Vampire Survivors. Um, I think we have Overload's second ever game of the year. What do we think? La- last chances to object. I feel well, bad for it, Elden know, Ring. This, this feel feels so like bad. when, like, this feels insecure when the monkey's head gets fucking chopped off, and then suddenly it rises, and it's like, it's like, actually, Saints Row number one. It's too easy. There's a trick here somewhere. What did we bin just off been, that we could bring back? Just, just How about we just in. talk about the the games we haven't talked about yet? Fuck, we we have barely talked about why we think Vin West is at six. Because it's the most it's the most sex game. Yeah, that's not nothing to say about it. It's just a really nice fucking action game that looks cool. It is really nice. It does look cool. It fucking plays cool as well. And yeah, I've just got Aloy's nothing groundbreaking to and, say. Yeah, and, and Aloy's a ride as. Yeah. Just, <laughs> put that in the, the box, box Sony. Fucking shut up. <laughs> Uh, a, put it in hard box anyway um, can we yes harry can we lock in and then say what we wrote down for what we thought was going to happen okay all right uh, let, let me get my big fucking comedy lock where is it um, <laughs> mine's fucking so what my my list of predictions was exactly how it is but with elden ring and god of war swapped mine is exactly as it is but with arceus and citizen sleeper swapped so i've I've got god and war god on war god on war (laughs) god on war (laughs) mine is god God of war on war elden ring midnight suns arceus and neon white (laughs) i had no faith in citizen sleeper getting in I, I don't know why I don't know why you're determined to sabotage our own games, Danny. I, I, like, <laughs> you're like, you're like you're, you think Jordan's a fucking dictator of, I do. I'm of fucking hatred that's going to stampede ratchet. this podcast. He's, <laughs> Win the psychological war. You say that, and like Inscription got fucking third last last year. Oh. We can do it. You got to believe where the we can seize the means of production from Jordan. This is I a problem, did. like proletariat. With, <laughs> with li- when I look at the fucking lists, I just think, like, how are they going to fuck me with one of these shit games that they're going to slide up the list? <laughs> Zero graphics, a billion words, like nothing to do with actual games. Um, let's but, look at let's let's go look at the full list again. What what was the previous list? Um, I mean, let's see. Is, if, it's been deleted at this point, but I'm, um, go- I'm going on the other one. Okay. Uh, anything that's <laughs> it's a dire need of being brought back God, into Ollie consideration. Ollie so much fucking better than them bottom three of these things but um i think we need to we need to bring back sifu i don't think we were completely fair on sifu oh yeah power wash simulator can that get brought back in the mix (laughs) unfortunately the rules of this game mean that once we have transitioned out of the out of the the mega list that is it 
Although we, I think my list is very good. We fucking patched Callisto. <laughs> just didn't even make it in. <laughs> I've got it installed. Can't be so, so, did, so did I. Chris I String gave it three stars. That's how you need it. Signalis. Yes. That's a good fucking game. Shout out, Chris String. Um, uh, so okay. let's. Does anyone have any honourable mentions for games that they played and enjoyed this year but were not on the list? Dan, uh, Harry, we'll just go. Um, <laughs> on, on you I go. think Danny's got a few. We're fucking Slime Rancher 2, you know? No, I'm saying, I'm saying we'll just leave her alone and let her fucking talk about Destiny for an hour and a half. Uh, like. Fair enough. Uh, it's not a 2022 game, though, is it? Actually, Witch Queen was. Which it was. Yeah. Um, if my oh camera's God. fucking if, feeding if, me if, out. <laughs> if, 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 we're, if we're allowed, um, if we're allowed, like, fucking content updates and shit, like, what's happening to Danny here? Like, it's fucking, just gone. Yeah. The, the, the Last of Us Part 1 law <laughs> is in effect. <laughs> um, but yeah. For the folks at home, Overload's top 10 games of the year list is number 10, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Number nine, Metal Hellsinger. Number eight, Vampire Survivors. Number seven, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Number six, Horizon Forbidden West. Number five, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Number four, Citizen Sleeper. Number three, Neon White. Number two, Elden Ring. And Overload's second ever game of the year, God of War Ragnarok. It's kind of the boring option. Two fucking indies in the top five! Fucking... Above Pokemon, yeah. get fucked. Fucked in the Arceus. You talking to me? <laughs> how, how have I gone soft, man? A big fucking, a big fucking PlayStation Baldy game one. I fucking, I won out. <laughs> I played yeah. both sides, so I always come out on top. Exactly. Jordan, I mean, Jordan, Jordan knows that there's no. He, he's like, oh, I let these fuckers in. Man, I still. I mean, look at this fucking list. Lego. Uh, in this list, I got Lego Star Wars, Vamp, fucking Midnight. Mid, Forbidden, uh, Forbidden West, Arceus, fucking Elden and God of War. Like I'm fucked. The the tiny, I, the fucking tiny indie infection is fine, especially because I like one of them. Like, hi Jordan. Jordan is winning the majority, I think here. Um, I don't think they're just Jordan's games, though. I mean, we we fucking batted for a lot. I developed them. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jordan Midler's I Elden am, Ring. <laughs> I I am Johnny Games. No one wants to look at my Elden Ring. <laughs> Especially after that fucking chip season kebab, mate. Oh, Jesus Christ! Like a fucking bust football. Anyway, <laughs> what? <laughs> I fucking need a sausage supreme. Certainly does. Oi, oi! Thank you for joining us for this um this wonderful debate. I hope you're having a a wonderful Christmas period. What do you two have planned for Christmas? Um, which are three in this podcast? Uh, chicken. Which are three in chicken, Harry? Editing this podcast and uh, just fucking just put it out raw. <laughs> oh right! Least... I thought I was talking, about the, talking about the chicken. I was like, oh, oh yeah, put the ch- <laughs> I, I like my chicken real. A lot of oh. raw. I mean, I think the podcast will be edited, and I think if you're watching this on video on YouTube, God bless you. Uh, uh, this is probably fucking chaos. Uh, yeah, this is lots of fucking. This is lots of fun. Uh, I hope. To enjoy, a, do you want any final notes for for Overload in twenty twenty three? We'll see you in the new year, folks, for more shenanigans, more good stuff, exciting more video times. games. There's a lot of big games out year. Year. I don't know if you've known. Um, yeah. There's fucking loads of them. The game of the year twenty twenty three is going to fucking suck. <laughs> for for folks that are still listening, that's all right, I'll give you something right. Conversations have been had. It was on and then it was off, but it looks like it's back on. 
and I've not told Harry or Danny this yet, so I want their live reaction. I'm reviewing Tears of the Kingdom. Oh! No fucking way. No way. Are you kidding? No. They let you. Did you pay them? Nope. That's how you know you're a reviewer worth your salt. A fucking unbiased king. Now imagine how good that If that game gets a five, it might as well be a fucking 90 star game at that point. That's going to be something to... Things might change, but as of right at this moment, that was the last conversation that was had. A community in mourning after Jordan Midler found dead after giving a four-star <laughs> review on VGC.news. Fucking, that's going to be nuts, man. I can't. Tales of the Zelda fans. I forgot that uh, was coming out. I'm thinking like Starfield, Hogleg, Star Wars, and then it's, I fucking forgot about Tears of the Kingdom. That's going to be our okay. first punt of a Zelda game in the Game of the Year fight. <laughs> Okay, Power them too, lads. <laughs> Please. You can find me on Twitter at Jordan Midler. Harry. You can follow me at Harry is late. Danny. You can follow me at Danielle Partis and a new job in 2023 that I can't actually leak on this podcast yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a I'll give you a clue, right? She's going to work for Dettol. <laughs> That's funny because I, I live like 10 minutes away from the fucking Dettol factory. So it's believable. Dettol. Dettol. Okay, thanks for joining us, folks. We will see you in the new year. And apologies to the Discord lot who thought we were going to put fucking Stray in it. Fucking cats are fucking wag, man. Grow up. I'm, I'm going to go and kick Kenobi down the stairs. Goodbye. <laughs>